0: so here's what happened we recorded this episode before and the platform that we recorded on said that the file was corrupted and we couldn't use it so we re-recorded the episode and shortly after that we found out that we actually could use the file so after the first break um what you will hear is excerpts from the first episode we recorded enjoy Party people, what's up? What's up? This is something about podcasts. I'm your host, Kyle, aka K Blaze. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Terrific Two. Now with my homie, my brother, my co-host, F R
1: H. Where can they find you, bro? They can find me at frh412. And if you can't me, can't find me there, I might change my Twitter name between now and the uh by the time it comes out, maybe FRH Golden. But you're gonna find me, motherfucker. Just look me up, cuz. Where they find us? They find us at About Podcast. That's on Twitter, that's on Instagram, and wherever else we decide to show up. What's up, baby? Right. What's up, party people? How we doing? Yeah man, how are you
0: do? How you doing, bro? I mean, you know what I'm saying, you just coming back from like strong physical activity.
1: You see this ugly ass orange shirt I'm wearing? Like, um, yeah, I just got back from my dodgeball league. We got our ass handed to us uh this week, but we we was killing last week, but these motherfuckers this week, man. I don't know if they XMLB or what, but like motherfuckers was going to take niggas' heads off. People was ducking and like, <laughs> it was like, "Oh shit, this could have fucking broke a bone or some shit, nigga." Like, wait, like, wait do you guys all have like team uniforms? Yes. I mean, uh, we got T-shirts. I don't call it a uniform. That sounds a little. What about formal. what about the what about uh, the other team? Yeah, even though that the them motherfuckers was so good, I feel like they were just wearing whatever. Like, I guess they're. Team color was black, but like only half of them was wearing their goddamn shirts because they just gangsters. Have you ever seen the uh movie Dodgeball? I never have. What? Come
0: on, man. I'm not a big I mean, movie. It, d- I'm not a big movie dude, bro. Yeah, but I mean, but you play dodgeball, man. Like you, you really should see that movie. I mean, it'll it'll change your entire experience of playing dodgeball. Yeah, man. It's it's like that. And there's so many Jokes that come out of that that I can't even use right now because you won't get them.
1: Have you ever seen a uh, movie Net Video Girls? No. Oh, okay. Man, I used to watch that porn back in the day, bro. Came across that on X videos, man. And it was like, I was reminiscing, man. I was like, I used to love these kind of porns, bro. Oh, so not like booty talk? (laughs) No, like this joint is so much better if you have time. If you have time yeah because it's it's like the whole thing is like casting couch, but like he's like convincing them like oh this is like just a regular photo shoot kind of thing and then be like oh but like can you talk dirty because some of our guys like and it like progresses slowly and like that shit is hard bro i think i've actually watched that before but i was like that's all that's all scripted right i don't Hey, sometimes it feels like it's real. Sometimes it don't. And this sometimes, this one joint, I was like, "Oh my god, this chick is gorgeous," and I couldn't find her name. Motherfuckers was in the comments like, "What is this bitch's name?" Couldn't find her, (laughs) so I don't know, man. Like one of the dopest joints. It was like this girl who was like, "Yeah, I know what this is." Me and my ex used to watch these videos all the time, and now I want to like do one it was crazy and he was like yeah we were going back for like back and forth for like a year and a half or whatever and now you're here and, and she's like she's not even with the dude She like that's her ex-husband or some shit yeah like it, and, and her new dude didn't even know she was doing it it was just wow
0: yeah man coming to find out that you know all these videos are gonna be played back at the trial of matt lauer and harvey weinstein <laughs> <with it. laughs>
1: What if that was because, like, you the funny thing is you never see the dude's face, so it'd be funny if it was one of the motherfuckers. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, shit. <laughs> but the wild thing is, the, the dude sounds like feminine as hell. That's the funny thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Wow. I guess he's, I guess, like. Feminine to black dudes is just white dude regular, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that, that might be that might not be incorrect. Um,
0: <laughs> this actually has very little to do with the podcast that we're about to review,
1: but it kind of does. It's that makes it very apropos, you know what I'm saying? To use a, a K White <laughs> terrific, uh, kind of phrase,
0: yeah, because basically these are the type of conversations that they have on this podcast, the podcast that we're reviewing this week. Is the bully and the beast? The bully and the beast
1: podcast. Yo, yo, yo! What's good? Welcome to the bully and the beast podcast. I'm L'Oreal.
0: Yo, and I'm Wax.
1: You know, you know me from the lip service podcast, Angela Yee's lip service podcast, where we talk about sex and relationships. Nasty and shit. Where, where might they know your black ass from?
0: Um, they probably see me on Brilliant Idiots. The Bully and the Beast is hosted by two individuals. Uh, one's name is Wax. The
1: other is L'Oreal. It's a male and a female. Can you guys guess which one is the male and which one is the female? <laughs> which one's the bully, which one's the beast? <laughs> that actually is the question. You really don't know who's the bully or the beast. It's a beautiful name. That's That part is dope. I like that. What was your experience with these uh, guys before this podcast, if any? So, both me and you are... Uh, chronic listeners habitual listeners to uh brilliant idiots and so i i first came across wax through the context of the breakfast club slash brilliant idiots because wax is Charlemagne the gods like a spoon coon right hand man he's the uh, uh k white to his frh golden you know what i mean and so uh
0: Yeah, I guess I would be kind of like your bodyguard or whatever. You know what I'm saying?
1: I mean, whatever, you know. Keep one big bodyguard. Um, So, uh, and then L'Oreal, I came across her through the Brilliant Idiots podcast as well. And um, she had one where she kind of was featured heavily, and they talked about her story or whatever, but she used to be a rapper, and her and Wax met randomly in the car, uh, and she was talking shit on somebody and was about to fight somebody. And her and like Wax always, I guess from the get-go, always had like a, kind of like me and my homie Q have like a kind of relationship where like they always talking shit and combating each other, but they, oh, s- they right. still love or whatever. Yeah. Um I don't know if she ever hit him in the face with a football, and he did nothing <laughs> back. But you know, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yo, I wonder what would have happened, man, if he if he would have actually
0: like enacted his rage on you, man. Like, will we still be friends? Is that is that like yeah, something yeah, that we yeah. would just
1: go back and talk about? Like, yo,
0: remember that time we like have hit you in the but, face,
1: and then y'all started brawling. But like, I feel like that room would have got fucked up. I, I just, I feel like something would have got broke for sure in that room. I
0: don't know, man. I feel like y'all just hit each other with open, open hands. You know what <laughs> <I mean>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a good slap box. That's <laughs> <all I'm
0: saying. laughs> Yo, but like, on like, you know what I'm saying? Just on purpose, man. Just like some sissy fighting and shit. Out there, I, don't, I don't know, man. I just can't see y'all. Or, or y'all would have just locked it up Pittsburgh
1: style. Oh, no, I don't do that shit. <laughs> I, I remember I, 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 I punched the first dude uh because he tried to lock me up because i'm like nigga i'm tall and skinny this is not in my favor like it's for you short stocky niggas and trying to go low fuck that yeah i mean that's yeah,
0: all about that uh leverage and center of gravity
1: man <laughs> yeah r.i.p uh my man hunt escalante but like he 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 scooped me once i was not feeling it uh, and then another dude named Dom got me. And I was just like, man, I'm not with this Pittsburgh shit. So I just started having to like, because I'm from the slap box. We slap box in upstate New York. You know what I mean? Like pop, pop, pop. And then the open face. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is that where you're from? Yes, I am from Rochester, right <laughs> New York. It has to come up at least once every two episodes. Yes, The Rock, uh, The 585. Anyway, bro, when you were listening to this podcast, right? Hold on, man. I got
0: to interject your interjection, right? This is how this podcast is going to go. I, I hate to tell you guys that. I know that uh, some of you guys love when we go down these rabbit holes. Other other people like structure. I mean, we hear your your criticism. We hear the feedback. If you're one of the people who like structure, this will not be the podcast for you.
1: And when we say this is not the podcast for you, we mean both this particular podcast that we're reviewing and this podcast itself. Yes, this
0: specific episode, because they never stay on topic. They're all over the place. And we're probably going to be the same because th- unlike a lot of the podcasts that we that we've reviewed in the past, there's usually some themes we can pull out. There's some some things that stuck out to us that we really want to talk about that we kind of stay on topic. But this one. It's just, it's not about what they talk about
1: that makes you like this podcast. It's the host, it's the chemistry. They got the greatest fucking chemistry, man. So honestly, their chemistry reminds me of, oh, I just asked what this chick's name was. And I, oh, it reminds me of Robin and Howard Stern, honestly. But I don't know who's who. I don't know who's Robin, who's Howard Stern. But like, <laughs> Yeah, I've never listened to Howard Stern. I couldn't tell you. Oh, but like Robin is really a key part of that show. Like that's been his side. It's been his Robin. But um, they really have this great relationship, and I know I feel like they don't come into the podcast with anything on their mind, really at all. Yeah, at all. yeah, because I mean.
0: The, the structure is, like, really loose. Podcasts will come on. They don't really introduce themselves. They'll say, this is the bully and the beast, and then just go on talking about, the con- like, continuing the conversation that they already had. And then they'll just talk shit for, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes, and they'll be like, let's get to these voicemails. Then they'll play the voicemails. And if something catches their ear in the voicemail, then, you know, that's kind of what they riff on. And then whenever that runs dry, they go, they go to the who's on drugs section, which is... Uh, callers calling in to ask for advice or speak on a topic that they just talked about and then they let that ride through the rest of the show that's it like there's no outline it's
1: just them just going facts but let's talk about who's on drugs real quick like when i was first introduced to wax right you were on drugs (laughs) (laughs) nigga would just randomly like say, who's on drugs? Like, like, what the fuck? What, what is this? But it, like, sticks out. It's kind of like, I don't know. I, I'm i going really in the weeds, but, like, I, I grew up a real big Capone Noriega fan. And, like, on one stage, I used to just say, this is off the yuzzle ball. It's off the yuzzle ball. And, like, that shit would just stick with me. I had no idea what the fuck that shit meant, but you got it in context. And, and same with, like, who's on drugs, like, Motherfuckers would be saying some shit about Wax being gay and some dude wanted to fuck him and he'd be like, Who's on drugs? Or be like, Wax, hurt you in a relationship. Who's on drugs? Or and then like you'll be on Instagram and there'll be a random ass fucking wax comment under fucking Lil' Duval, and it'll just be like, Who's on drugs? So <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they have a segment called Who's on Drugs, but like still. It's still ambiguous in terms of what that fucking means, <laughs>
0: like, yeah. But and again, I, I don't get it either because there's a lot of times where like they'll pick up like who's on drugs and L'Oreal will be like you're on drugs or you are or something <laughs> like that, you know. And I'm like I'm like I don't even I don't even know what any of this means, but but it's funny because the callers the callers like make the show sometimes because like there are some really re- there's some characters, man, like. On a lot of shows, when people call in for advice, you empathize with them a little bit, right? And it's kind of like that here, and but everyone talks enough that you're like, "Yo, you're at fault," like every single time, because to pull back the curtain, right? We've recorded this podcast before, yes, all right, (laughs) and we and we lost it, like the platform that we were recording on. It said that the file was corrupted, and we're like, man, I don't got I don't the energy to redo this. Yeah, it,
1: it was such a body blow because we were in such a good motherfucking zone, and then it was just like, yeah, bro, we just lost that. It was, it was like losing a dog. I mean, I don't really give a fuck about dogs, but you know Yeah, what neither saying. would I. I've
0: had, I've had dogs. And I didn't want to say around. a homie. I mean, you know I mean, what I'm just... saying?
1: It's, it's like <laughs> it's like losing somebody who you went to high school with that you didn't really know that well, but you'd be like, damn, that's fucked up. Nah, bro, it's kind of like losing a sale. Mm. Uh, that's nice. That's good. That's a good analogy right there, bro. Used to sell drugs? My nigga. I don't even know. <laughs> I be finding out shit about my nigga all the time. Stupid, uh, man. Imagine Kyle just <laughs> running up to the car. Like, you know, like he, he he in the track meet with fifteen other niggas to get to the car first, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, man, if you're in that track meet, I'd beat you because uh, you know, uh, history says so.
1: <laughs> no, nigga, no, whatever, man. I'm I oh, won that fucking track meet, 400 meter dash. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you definitely look did look not start. footage.
0: <laughs> nah, man, you you was like fourth place, man. There's a white dude who finished before you, cuz. Come on, bro, don't talk, <laughs> don't don't disrespect me like that, bro.
1: Yeah, man, some, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. Some dog. other
0: dude named Adam from Perry, man. I remember. I turned around like, yo, this dude still ain't finished yet. Oh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, but anyway, fuck it. So, like, when you first started listening to this podcast, right? Uh huh. Like, what were your first fucking thoughts? Like, what, what was your, like, what was it, the, the, your first impression when you thought about this shit, when you started listening to this joint? Yeah, so
0: I was familiar with Wax because he would come on, Brilliant Idiots. And every time he was on Breaking Idiots, he always seemed like the butt of the joke. And I don't know, it always seemed like every story involving this dude was like him doing some like borderline ignorant shit, right? And like him twerking on the ATVs or him playing with poop or him going through this entire soliloquy about how you have to fold a piece of toilet tissue so many times before you you know, poop on it and then... You know, and like I don't know. It was just, it's just like I was like, man, I cannot listen to a whole podcast. Of this or him thing, fighting you know? Uber drivers and shit. Yeah, or him having sex with like old women for money. You know, <laughs> so like yeah, there was a lot of. Or him
1: and Charlemagne running trains. All that yeah, kind like, of
0: shit. Basically, man, there's a whole, and I'm just like, man. So this dude has an entire podcast of this. I was like, I don't think this is gonna be good, right? So I went into it kind of skeptical already. So then I listened to it and I was just like in the first few minutes, I was like, man, this is about to be some really surface level, you know, not really getting into anything. No, like really redeeming qualities like bullshit. And for the most part, I was right. You know, I mean, because there are something It's funny because at one point they're talking about like planned obsolescence and they had no idea that's what they were doing you know cuz they're talking about how their phone stopped working it's like oh well you know my you know that comes time whenever your phone just stopped working my phone stopped working so you know and i guess you know they really want me to get a new one And i mean that's like i'm like oh these motherfuckers are talking about planned obsolescence you know and but they are what's but, obsolescence, i mean that's not bro. planned obsolescence is like whenever a company uh builds something with the intention of it going defunct at a specific time oh, it's okay. like yeah, like it like the contract on your phone runs out after 2 years and mysteriously your phone only works for 2 years, you know? Or the so, or
1: or your iPhone updates and your your other shit don't work no more. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, you know, it, it planned obsolescence. So, I mean, so they'll get into like some relatively deep topics, but it never like digs super deep and you'll never know that that's what they're talking about just because like the way that they they banter about it. You're like I, I don't I guess it never moves into that part. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you just talk about food and something opens up about like the food industrial complex or some shit, but all you're talking about is why you have parsley on your plate. Yeah. Like that that's kind of what it is to me.
1: Or or like an example to show is like if somebody went through a traumatic experience where their father and their mother got divorced and they told their father, I'm gonna get you back, and then 20 years later he takes the father's fiance has sex with her, records it and sends it to the father. Like I got your back. Like, you know, they'll talk about how crazy that shit is. That's just, wild. You shouldn't do that. But they're not going to talk about like the role that resentment plays in life. How is that healthy for you? Like, You know what I'm saying? How there's better ways to go about shit. Like, they're not going to talk about that shit. But to me, I don't want the motherfuckers to talk about that shit. I like the surface level because I am here for the laughs. That's what the fuck I wanted. And when I, I'm the one who recommended that we talk about this joint. And the reason why I did, because the last couple podcasts we fucking did, particularly the last one, was, did get way deep in the weeds. And I was like, yo, I can't, I don't want to get that motherfucking deep and in a wheeze no more. So it was either going to be this podcast or a million dollars worth of game. because I wanted to talk, I wanted to hear some shit that was like some funny surface level, like not self-improvement to my life, not super deep on some shit that I didn't even ever freaking, freaking know that I needed to know kind of shit. So to me, it was a good change of pace. Oh, yeah, man. I
0: definitely agree. I mean, whenever you put this up next to Hidden Brain, I mean, it's it's almost polar opposites. You know, I mean, there's very, very little that is um, similar. (laughs) There's two things that I could break it down to that really stuck out to me, all right? One is this motherfucker Wax's laugh, all right? Wax's laugh probably makes me laugh more than anything that they even talk about because, like, sometimes... They'll have a conversation. They'll just start giggling, and for whatever reason, man, it just it's, it's hysterical. Um, it's violent. I I don't know if it makes me violent. laugh. It, it's 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 a disruption. Like it, it is a disruption. But um, but like sometimes it just comes out of nowhere, and
1: like that that it shit always makes you comes laugh. out of nowhere. Like that shit is crazy. Like the motherfucking hesitation on that joint is just like, and it's just so fucking violent. It's just like there's a odd pause. And then it just bah, 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 bah. it's crazy, man.
0: Yeah. So actually, just because we can't really properly explain how it sounds, so uh, we're about to put that in post production. I'm gonna drop it right here. It don't even mix. What it's, do you mean? It tastes like it got a little bit of pepper in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of it a got delo. a little something in. It. It's got little spices in this one. Yeah, like I said, man, that dude's laugh is is wild. That's the first thing I noticed. Uh, and the other thing that stuck out is really just the phone calls and like the voicemails, and, like the type of people who call the things that they call about, because that really drives the show, you know. Because without without that, I'm not even sure what this would be, man. It'd just probably be people talking in circles for like an hour and a half.
1: Well, to me, that's what makes this show so special. I have not come across a podcast that has such engagement because. Yes, they have the voicemails and then they have conversations sometimes centered around the voicemail. Sometimes they play the voicemails. They talk about it for like a split second and then just go on a whole nother topic. And then they go on the who's on drugs segment. And that's actually live during the podcast. So th- these people are calling in. I don't know what medium they're calling in through, but the, the sound quality is often horrendous. You just got to <laughs> do your best to listen to it. But like they call in and... And so they'll say, like, today's segment is on, have you ever fucked your significant other while your grandma was asleep? And then they'll have, like, seven depraved motherfuckers who'll be like, hell yeah, I do that shit all the time. Or let me tell you another story. And then the other part of it that's so unbelievable to me is that they have such a community. Like, this is the fucking... Safest of spaces, okay? Like these motherfuckers be going crazy. Like they be, they be the thing, and I believe them. You know, like when it comes to like certain radio shows, like the Steve Harvey show and shit, where they used to have like the strawberry letter. I didn't believe I feel like those people were just talented writers and they used to just be like coming up with some kind of fictionalized story. But I hear the conviction in these motherfuckers' stories. Like these people are telling the truth about. The ratchet ass shit that they do in her life. And like, I mean, the most uncomfortable um, was when the dude called her in and said, like, I'm fucking with a chick and she's 12. Like that shit was a little wild. That shit, I was like, all right, what what the fuck is going on? And then and then it was like, nigga, what? Yeah, like she's 12. Man, don't you know this motherfucker was talk about the cops? But I had no idea, you know what I am saying. But I do have a song about yeah. That's not that's not slang I've ever heard, well. so. It, yeah, I mean that's just because you don't listen to fucking modern day music. But it's it's a uh, it's a southern colloquialism. But like, I've never heard it used that way, and I'll be sure to never ever use it that way because it was so awkward. And like, it was such a relief when that dude was like, "No, she a cop. She 12. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like that's something that i haven't come across another podcast particularly uh a vehicle that is strictly a podcast that it has that level of interaction and it has a lot of repeat callers so you start to feel like you know these motherfuckers so like it's like, yeah, man, we I, I, we I know way too much about the one caller, man.
0: Like this dude was because I remember I listened. To, I guess I listened to the episodes out of order accidentally. And the one episode, he's like, hey, man, uh, I got cut off the last time. I'm just calling back to let you know, like uh, the third job that, uh, you know, my girl had or whatever. I'm like calling back. And then I went back to the other episode that he actually called on the first time. And I'm like, this is the same dude. <laughs> but no. And then there was the one where the one guy called. And then his girl called in the next episode and I was like, I was like, wow, like, I guess this is, this is like a thing. And this was like pretty, I think I was only two episodes in at this point. I can't remember what the dude called about, but he was complaining about his girl for some reason about them getting into it. And then she called the next, cause then L'Oreal was like, oh, I want to hear this from your, from your girl's point of view. And then she called in the next, um,
1: the next episode. I don't know if I caught that one, but like, yeah, but like. And the other thing is these, every time even listen to radio, when you have the restrictions of radio, I guess people get cut off real quick. And I was, I'm so used to that. I'm like, oh, they about to chop this motherfucker off. But they'd be like, yeah, like, I right, well, bro, and then he'll add something else, and then they start a whole another conversation. I'm like, oh, shit, it's like a real fucking conversation. They're really not trying to rush this nigga off the phone. It's, like, refreshing in that kind of way. Like, but it's, it's crazy, and these motherfuckers just go deeper and deeper. Like, these are, like, very unqualified ghetto therapists. Like, it's fucking wild, and they give the worst advice fucking ever. Like, the shit would... With uh the dude called in this motherfucker. This this is a perfect example. This dude called in to the fucking bullying the beast podcast, where he knows these motherfuckers clown people all the time, but he felt the need to say, Look, I'm in a relationship, I love my girl, but I smoke meth. And I'm like, Whoa. I could just imagine this nigga's teeth falling out as he's uh, calling. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, I hit it for a couple months. uh, And like, I don't know if like I should, uh, because now my girl knows. And and I don't know if I should like just let her leave me or, or because I, Cause maybe I should take care of myself right now before I kind of put all the stuff on her. I keep on slipping up. Like I was clean for a while and I probably just need to go to rehab and, and let her live her life. But at the same time, like she's the one who's help helping me inspire me to, to uh, do better. So some real heartfelt shit. I'm like, motherfuckers talking about addiction on this motherfucker. And just to show how unqualified of a therapist these motherfuckers are, they had uh, Jack Thriller on this particular episode. And this motherfucker was like, actually, what I need to do is you need to stop fucking keeping on the meth to yourself and get your girl on that shit because crackheads stay together. <laughs> <laughs> And he had a point, because remember Jungle Fever with Samuel L. Jackson and Halle Berry? Like, them motherfuckers was tight. They was going through the motherfucking trenches together, man. But, like, that is the worst advice I ever heard. It was unexpected. It was wild. But that's the kind of shit you could expect on the show.
0: Yeah, that was actually hysterical, man. Whenever he said that, you know, you need to find somebody else who uh, who's also on meth. Yeah, no, he like, no, okay, he didn't what? say
1: find somebody else. He said you need to get you need to get her on it. That's even worse. No, but
0: that's what that's what Wax and L'Oreal was saying that you know leave uh, her alone <laughs> and you find somebody who's already on meth. And I'm just like, what are you talking about, man? Like, go find somebody else who's on meth. I mean, in that way, you know, you guys can have like a something in common. That was a perfect example
1: of the of the, of the like. Openness that the callers have and the terrible advice they have, but it's all for laughs. and what what else st- stood out to you, like in terms of like any of the call-ins or whatever? Uh they'll say individual funny shit that's really funny. You know what I'm saying? And in that way, it kind of reminds me of the friend zone. This is like a ratchet ass version of the friend zone. So friend zone is obviously, like, super LGBT-friendly, woke, but they still talk about, like, surface shit. This is the toxic version of the friend zone, in my opinion. Like, these motherfuckers is, like, super toxic, talk about hood shit, but it's the same level of surfaceness. And sometimes uh, the topics overlap uh, between between the shows, because I think they both talked about April Jones or some shit. But, like... Yeah, well, I
0: mean, I I think that... um. I think that word toxic is probably like one of the most accurate things that and, and this specifically speaks to like wax and like the other male guests who are on this show, because the reason why I, I say that is just because like it's all about this like toxic masculinity. You know, and it's always like, oh, yeah, man, you know, you could you could cheat or, you know, but I'm still a good dude, this that, and the third. But then it's like, but can she cheat on you? Nah, nah, nigga. If she cheat on me, then blah blah blah. Or like, oh well, you know, she can. If she cheated on me with another girl, that's fine. But if she cheat on me with a dude, man. I gotta kill her. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, like yo, because you know, I don't want her just leaving me because you know somebody got better meat than I do. And I'm just like, like what the fuck? Man? And this, like, nigga, on, you know this
1: nigga says meat like a million times. Like that that shit is so crazy. And I'm like why does this nigga refer to his penis as meat so crazy (laughs) dog. like i i can't recall anybody like using meat so consistently ever like no not in my personal life pause not on like not a known figure like who really calls it meat like that yo and he's always in there he was like yo uh, this they be doing uh, advertisements for uh this, this, blue, this chew. blue Chew. He be like, man, shit give you nine hour meat. You know what I'm saying? And then he be like, you know me, like I be hitting him with the fast strokes because my my meat's small. Like you know, what so the crazy weird. thing
0: is, man, this is like the most like th- this this podcast is like a contradiction within itself, specifically wax because he's so open, but at the same time, like. I mean, because he says some things that would, like, really leave him vulnerable, but at the same time, he's really closed-minded, if that makes sense, where he'll talk about some stuff that people be like, yo, that that's gay. You know what I'm saying? But if they actually talk about gay stuff, he's like, nah, man, I wouldn't do shit like that because that's gay or something like that. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's really weird, man. And, and Wax really makes the show because L'Oreal, I mean, she doesn't seem any different from most, like... Chicks you probably grew up with. I mean, depending on where you grew up, of course. Like a hood chick, like a materialistic hood chick. Yeah, basically. Because I remember the first time I turned it on, man. I I, I could not stand. I was like, oh man, I got to listen to her because her voice was really annoying. Because she sounded like she was drunk in the studio, yeah. and she's like, ah, 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 I'm like, Nigga. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was just not. I was like, I just wasn't feeling it. But the thing that makes her. That works with her is that she, you know, obviously her relationship with wax and their chemistry because wax is really naive or ignorant because they'll they'll like something will come up and instead of correcting him, she'll like either give him like completely incorrect information or she'll just be like, yeah, you're right. Even yes. though he's wrong, yes. you know? But like there was a, like there was a, one episode they were talking about the Harriet Tubman Tubman movie and she's like yeah it really messed me up whenever the director who's trying to get this movie made for like twenty years whenever they first try to get the movie made he said he wanted Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman all right so we all know what the issue with that is okay but wax. Instead of like going directly to it, like, yeah man, I don't know why they would get Julia Roberts to play her she was she played like a prostitute and and pretty yeah woman. yeah and, and, like his, his reasoning had absolutely nothing to do with the and, fact that she wasn't
1: black And it was like and, and you know like you, you you can't imagine her just sitting on the back of the bus <laughs> exactly He's like she like she like
0: she like and and like wax." you know, that's not the same. That's not what Harriet Tubman did. You know, he's like, yeah, man, Harriet Tubman. He was like, she was the one who was stealing people and, you know, bringing them north. And she's like, <laughs> like, stealing people?
1: <laughs> hey, yo, honestly,
0: that and is- And Ro- then he said that Rosa Parks should have played Harriet
1: Tubman. And I'm just like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here, man? Actually, that's a that's a historically accurate uh, perspective, uh, uh, if you, if from the from the slave owner's <laughs> perspective, <laughs> she was stealing my property and bringing them north.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was like the, I, was, I, I don't know, but like there's a lot of
1: moments like that. I wish I could remember the one. I want to where... talk about L'Oreal's personality for a second though. Like she is the kind of chick who is like a hood niggas ride or die girl. You know what I'm saying? Like the kind of girl who like growing up would be like dating like, the drug dealers and shit and talking that shit. And she's always talking about getting her pussy eight. That's like very important. And niggas buying her bags, even though she does recognize like she's a go-getter and hustler herself. You know what I'm saying? So she likes dudes to have that, but it's just her, her, she has that some, a certain level of toxic femininity as well as uh like acceptance of like the toxic shit that niggas do, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and came, that, that actually came
0: up in the one episode with Jack Thriller because they were talking about, uh, you know, because Wax was like, yeah, man, you women don't understand how much it hurts us to have to argue with you guys. Like, we here laying next to you and loving on you. and You think that we like calling you bitch and doing all this stuff? Like, nah, man, we just you just got to let us it's like we we just put up with so much of your stuff that now we got to bark on you. You just gotta let us bark and then
1: go away. And then and then she was like, yeah, I oh, don't nah. understand that. Did he when he said that bark on you? Does that does he mean like just in an argument or did he mean like during sex? I, and he just meant getting in the argument, okay, like go yeah. off. Yeah, I mean at least that's that's what I got from the
0: context. Is like he's like yo. Sometimes we just got to go off and then we can come back and we can make up and everything. And at first like, I thought they were
1: literally talking about a bark. And I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs>
0: you know, you know what, Golden, that's exactly what they were talking about. I'm, 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 I'm gonna treat you like wax. Hi, <laughs> <All right>, L'Oreal. <laughs> that's exactly what they were talking about, Golden. You're right. Now, now let's move on. All right, word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For real? Uh, yeah, but no,
0: nah, but uh, but like her response to that was like, oh nah, this nigga tried to bark on me once and I just and I just tore his ass to shreds. And then I left him. And like like, no, you can't tear him to shreds and leave him. It's like, you know
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's just crazy, man. What's yeah, the la- man. When's the last time you barked on somebody a significant
0: I, other? I don't think I've ever ever had to, man. I barely raised my voice. I don't need to because you know my my whole conflict resolution style is probably to piss you off. So you just oh, you walk speak away. with your hands. No, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't nothing, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whenever me and you got into arguments, you, you find yourself punching the air like fucking Cuba Gooding Jr. and Boys in the Hood and shit. I
1: don't, I don't, you know don't recall that shit, man. <laughs> I'm sure
0: you don't, man. You probably in some like, you know, mini blind rage or something. Oh, whatever, but, man. But for me, like I said, man, I don't, um because I feel like a lot of people who come off. Out of anger. You know what I'm saying? They just, they just seem weak. You know, and I've always felt that. You know, the people who are the loudest are like those are the people who are in the least control. So I'm more likely to just keep on saying slick shit while you while you're going off. And you know, until you're get pissed That's the problem
1: though, with you, like sometimes just because because you say slick shit and keep that calm demeanor, like sometimes even when you're not being funny or trying to be slick, it just comes off as you're being smug and shit like that. I know. That. And you, and I'm you aware know, of that. And you know, the crazy thing about that is that when someone comes off as smug, it makes the other person <laughs> even more like crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, that, them- and
0: that's the point. That's the point because like the only way this conversation is going to end, because if you get into a, a yelling match, like – both of y'all gonna be pissed off. Both of y'all exerted all this energy for no reason, but like you just gotta make the other person quit. And if the other person feels like they're not being heard or you're not taking them seriously, they're just gonna like, they're gonna leave. And that's how it always ends. Like, I've never gotten to an argument with a, a man or a woman where it's been like, like, we have to fight after this. It was like, no, they're they're so pissed off that they just need to fucking leave. And that's that's how it is. And I'm just like, I'm fine with that. I mean. Yeah.
1: The, the, the bad thing is, though, you've definitely sent me texts and asked, like, legitimate stuff. And I was like, oh, this nigga wasn't even being funny. He was, you know what I'm saying? Like- <laughs> but that goes, but
0: again, that goes back to, like, what we talked about on, like, the first episode or whatever, like, about being clever. You know, I yeah. mean, things, like, things are going to get misconstrued. Like, I mean, there's a lot of times I'll answer something and, you know, it won't be taken the way I wanted to be taken just because of my demeanor in the past. But, I mean, you know, reputation—that that's, that's the risk you run, you know? how do you how do you um deal with conflict specifically in the in the context of a relationship like you ever get into like an argument or a beef with uh with a significant other
1: the interesting thing is as we know, I'm not often in serious monogamous relationships so i know- in most of my relationships which are insignificant, I really don't get into conflict because. I don't really value that person. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not gonna say I don't value them. I'll take that back. I really don't care enough to engage in that kind of uh, conflict because, really, like, we're here serving a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're kicking it, we're having a good time. If I don't, if I feel like there's something in the way at a good time or something that annoys me, I'll just like acknowledge it and, like, either like, try to shift it, shift the energy or or shift the direction or shift the time I spend. So, like, maybe not kick it with them anymore, not kick it with them as much. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I'm actually in a relationship, you know, uh, and love the person, which happens rarely, about once every 10 years, um, then I deal with that conflict like... Uh, I really try to get to the bottom of it, you know? Um, However, I'm also very – I'm acutely aware of that person's comfort with um, confrontation, you know? So, like, my last year's relationship hated confrontation. Um, So, I would constantly address things directly and – I would think things would be resolved but they wouldn't and then they would bubble back up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And no, that's just her being a woman. Well, yeah, perhaps. But uh and they would bubble at bubble up like extremely like you know what I mean? Like out of like oh shit, I thought we handled this. Now you got tears and you know what I mean? And like uh there was only one time that like I really blew up at shorty, um, that I can really think of, even when maybe twice, like one, one was like sometimes I get animated, as y'all know from this podcast, but I'm not really serious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, this this is a crazy uh, story, but like so, like we had we was kicking to have a good time. We went to the this spot like uh called the growl, like no, not the it was called like gentleman's brewery or some shit like that, but to get growlers, and uh you know what a growler is, I do, yeah, uh, all our white listeners know that for sure, but we went there to get these definitely uh we we went there to get these uh this beer or whatever, and it the shit was like in the fucking hood it was like in Braddock or some shit, right, and so like. We driving on the way back and like we driving through some like shit, like some unsavory, you know what I mean? Parts. And so, like, my girl was like, yo, why are we driving through here? You know what I'm saying? Like, why this shit is look crazy. And my ass was like, I wonder why. I wonder why. Cause it was her idea to come there, right? Yeah. But it was like two things that happened. Cause like I wasn't being serious, but I did like raise my voice in a joking way, and she has a yeah. problem being yelled at, so she just told me to shut up. Oh wow! And I just was like, whoa! Like so when I, so when I'm deeply offended like that, cause I I, I, don't, I don't like that dog. You know what I'm saying? That shit re- reminded me of like the level of disrespect and shit like that just reminded me of some shit that I've seen in my household. And it's just like I'm, I'm. So for me, when I get really upset like that, I just get quiet. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I was. I didn't want to have sex. I didn't want to do nothing. I was like that for a minute, yo. I was like, and honestly, in my mind, like I really wanted to like. Once we pulled up, I was gonna smash them growlers and go home. You know what I'm saying? But I, I did not. I did not. You know what I'm saying? I, but I really wanted to be like, man. <laughs> Like we no beer, <laughs> yeah. Fuck <laughs> beer I paid for, <laughs> <laughs> and then just drive home. But instead, like I just oh, it just made man. me see things in like a whole different light. So that was one conflict that we had, and the other one uh, was just when I realized like the end was coming, and you know what I mean. Like I just was trying to get a point across, you know what I'm saying. And uh, but she wasn't offended when I screamed then because it was just like on some like heartfelt shit. But yeah, see thats I'm, I don't know, I
0: guess that's the thing with me, man. I don't get into shouting matches specifically like with Amanda, like me and Amanda we we beef all the time. I mean we've been better recently, but like we beef all the time. But a lot of that some of that has to do with you know some of the perceived you know slickness that we that we're talking about before. Mm. like where there's like a misunderstanding like I'll say something, she'll take it the wrong way. and then I'm just like, yeah, that's not what I meant. But you know, and like, don't tell me what I mean if I'm telling you what I mean because I know what I mean when I said what I mean, you know. But I don't get into fighting, I don't get into like shouting matches because I'm not gonna win. It. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and, and Amanda doesn't have a problem shouting. Exactly, like she, she's from the Bronx. Like yeah. I mean, she's all like all that. Like. All like ghetto New York, loud talk, without talking, you know, stereotypical, like what you think of whenever you think of like a, a like a New York hood girl, like in the way that they argue, I guess it's kind of like L'Oreal, I guess. Yeah. Like that's that's 100 percent what Amanda is like. And I know I'm not going to win that shouting match. So instead, I'm just like, I right, work, you know, or I don't say anything. And that makes you even more upset. I'm just like, well, I mean, you know. I'm not going to shout back. Why aren't you saying anything? Well, I mean, you know,
1: why? See, that's <laughs> you the know, problem. This- your smugness. Because I feel like it's one thing to, like, not raise your voice, but you lower yours. And that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Here's, here's the thing, though, right? See, whenever there's, there's a fight, right, and you know you can't win fighting a certain style. Because, I mean, no one wins, really. You know, but you know that you don't you can't even compete in this fight fight fighting a certain style. So, like, for me, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to get myself out of character, get myself worked up because you're worked up. I can't match that level of emotional, like, outburst. Because if we both had the same level of emotional outburst, like, I don't know, man, we probably have to put hands on each other because, like, that's how that's how ridiculous it, her energy is yeah so for me i have to go the complete opposite direction i gotta like counteract that like counterbalance that energy yeah. or so it doesn't like blow up but again that makes it even more it makes her even more upset because i feel like i'm not even sure if this is true or not because i have not employed this technique yeah but i feel like if i got up and yelled at her and got back in her face that's probably what she wants yeah but i just feel like that's toxic you know what i'm saying that's that's, very that's, a, toxic. that's a problem I never What's could, that?
1: I couldn't seriously deal with a person with that level of energy, personally. I couldn't yeah. do it. I can't, I, I, I couldn't do it. Like, now, I, it depends on, it depends how often it happens and to what level. But, like, I certainly can't deal with someone who want to be, like, screaming in my face and won't respect my space when when it's time to, like, when I'm trying to, like, back up. No, yeah. no, you need I can't do it, cause I got to leave. I, I just can't Bro. have that energy, man. But that, like, I'm
0: saying, like, that's that's why it had to be me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, and like, because I feel like if, if she was with some other dude, like, he might have went upside her head. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because there's, there's just people who don't, who, who don't take that well. But like, I'm, I've always been laid back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of the thing. Like, so whenever she starts popping off, you know, I, I just kind of shut down. I'm just like, yeah. I don't give a fuck anymore. Smooth. Because I mean, because once you because once you get to a certain point of, I don't even want to say disrespect because sometimes it could be disrespectful. But once you get to a certain point where it's just like there's no resolution to this, like you know that no matter what you say or what you do, there's no resolution. Once you get to that point, like why, 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 why do you even care anymore? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm so and that, and I get, but the, the problem is I get there very fast. Like, there's probably a part, a point where this argument can be salvaged, where there is a point where you know we can probably talk ourselves out of the situation. But like, I get to the point where I don't care so fucking fast because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I see where this is going. You know what? I'm gonna let you, you know, yell it out, get your emotions out, and you know, in three days we'll we'll talk about it.
1: <laughs> like that's just that's just is what it is. Yeah, and and, and to me, like I don't know I I like conflict, like from the perspective of I I think conflict is a way in which particularly in relationships you yeah. really grow like but it you have to have the right temperament for it has to be it. constructive yeah and um but there there are certain people like who um if you don't yell back ever they really feel like you don't care you know what i'm saying exactly and that's and that's part of a problem but like even more to the point
0: cuz Amanda's a teacher And this is something that I I thought I was just her, but I've noticed this is this is how women teachers like talk to just talk to people because there's times where she'll talk to me where she's not yelling or being argumentative. She thinks or at least she doesn't think she's being argumentative where it's like she's talking to me like she's one of her students. And I'm like, wow, I feel like this is really disrespectful and kind of belittling. Like I'm like, I'm like, yo, don't don't talk down to me. Yeah. I'm saying. And she's like, no, I'm talking to you like a calm and rational person. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not feeling this. Let me, I'm like, I'm I'm not going to engage. But the thing was, like, I have another friend whose wife is a teacher. And, like, if he's doing something that she doesn't like, she, like, the way she talks to him is, like, she's talking to, like, some little kid. Like, she's talking to some student, like, in the teacher voice. And I'm just like, that's just, I'm like, oh, so it's teachers. Like, that's what it is, you know? But, like, either
1: way, you can't can't win. People do take their work. The mentality that they need to be successful at work, it's kind of hard to, like, differentiate that because your work, it's a muscle that they're working. But like, also on the flip side of all this this whole conversation, this is not the spirit that we need to be in because this is not the kind of energy you'll ever get from the bully and the beast. Like this not conversation all, has not way too much depth. and I don't even know how we got here from talking about the bully and the beast because they wouldn't oh, ever No, we're, we're talking about
0: we're talking about we're talking about L'Oreal popping off.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, and and it's cool because like. I feel like even when she pops off, like, I don't know if they would, I feel like their surface, their level, the things that they talk about is surface enough that I can't see them getting in the argument where they're both truly upset. Well, not only that, but. Can you picture Wax upset? Like that's the thing, because Wax is like
0: a really roll with the punches type of dude. Yes, like you be like, you be like, Wax man, you got a little dick. You be like, ha ha, yeah, a little dick man. He'd only be staying hard all the time. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> like, like he's like, like I said, because like he's like constantly a lot of times, like even indirectly, like disrespected. You know, and but he just and he just rolls with it. Like he'll do his little giggle and he'll just like keep it
1: moving. Wax is actually like most quote unquote gangsters that I know, like. It's fucking yeah. like laugh, joke, 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 and then it's and then motherfucker do one thing wrong or something that knock you out. Knock you the <laughs> motherfucker out, or or worse. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. Like if you if you don't do any if you if you stay within the lines, like I feel like it's all fair game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so bro, when I think about like things that were said on the show that like just stuck out like there's certain quotes. Like, there was one where they were saying marriage is the championship. Yeah, yeah, that's like the end-all, be-all. Yeah, so, but but like, oh, and it was in the context of, like, dog. Doing
0: everything before you get married. Everything,
1: babies and all that kind of shit. And it's crazy to me because I don't feel like I'm – a socially conservative person, for the most part, I'm I'm pretty like liberal and open to, to things, but it just seems completely illogical to me. But it seems to be like commonplace, particularly like within folk fellow millennials, that people have babies on purpose and buy a house on purpose before they marry and like yeah, that, i, I, really I never understand understood understand house like for the babies that makes zero sense but sometimes i just feel like people be lying to me and shit like oh yeah we wanted a baby i'm like nigga you know nah, motherfucking something happened you know what i mean you acting proud now whatever if you buy a fucking house with somebody if you split up that means you have to essentially get a divorce so why not Know that that's the person you want to spend the life, rest of your life with. Like it's crazy to me, like to make such a in- huge investment and have somebody's name on the deed with somebody that you don't plan on spending the rest of your life with. I would even want to move in with a chick unless I know that's someone who I want to spend the rest of my life. I may not have proposed yet because I, because I know once you're sharing space. Uh, it completely is a game changer and it takes some adjustment. Sometimes that adjustment can't be made, but at least mentally, it should, should be the desire for me to spend the rest of my life with someone before I move in. But like these motherfuckers putting a name on the D and I know mad motherfuckers like this. I do not understand. Do you understand Kyle? Can you break it out down to me, bro? I mean, you can look at my life and tell I don't understand, man. Well, just because I mean, you, you haven't know. done it doesn't mean you don't understand. Like it just no, I, I no don't understand it. Sense. Like I
0: didn't do it because it doesn't make sense to me.
1: Well, call like, it to the podcast. If you are a motherfucker who feels that you want to have a baby, you want to purpose. In, you on purpose. You want to move in, but you're not sure if you want to. Um, Buy a house together. Yeah, buy a house together, but you're not sure if you you want to marry this person, but you want to do that, this shit, either of those things before. Like, what is your fucking, how does that fucking make sense, yo? Like, nobody can be, nobody can give me a good reason for this. They said, like, marriage is a championship. You want to do everything via, before. Fuck that. That's just sad. Nah, man. Nah, man the only, I, only,
0: only thing you should do before marriage is have sex. Yes, for sure. That's it. For sure. Like, outside of outside of that, man, I don't. None, of, nothing else makes sense to me. Like, it literally, doesn't, man. Well, you you should, it. I think you should move in before marriage. Well, I mean, and I was talking about in the context of what we were At saying, like making making yeah. these enormous commitments, like yeah. buying a house or having a kid. But I think it's it it important like, to move in with it, to live together
1: before you get married.
0: I, I agree with that too, because I think I, I'm not sure if I talked about it on this podcast before, but you know, me and me and Amanda, we had a really, really, really difficult transition uh, whenever we first moved uh, moved in together. I mean, I'm not sure, if I got, I'm not sure if I got into that on a different podcast or not. So, I mean, it's not really
1: no worth going back into. But I was here for you, dog. I remember. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, it's interesting. When your homies are going through a situation like that, to me, it's important as a friend to, like, never give advice one way or another in terms of staying or leaving. Like, because if you tell that motherfucker they should stay, because A, B, and C, and the motherfucker's. Stay and are fucking miserable, that can be some resentment. And but the worst scenario is if you tell that motherfucker they should leave, and then they stay, and then somehow in greater times, you know what I'm saying? It comes out within the confines of the relationship that you suggested that they should leave, you the motherfucking enemy to the wife, you the enemy to the household. Motherfucker might be looking at you as the enemy, like. It's, it's, I think it's something that people need to understand when, when not only discussing like that kind of stuff, but being a good friend in general. What you want to do is lay everything out, all like to help the person like define what the pros and the cons are, and let that person make a de- decision. Make sure that they're not so caught in the hot state from our last podcast that they don't make an ir- rational decision. But I, I feel like there's just some shit I wanted to mention. It, it, it kind of it's the same thing. Um, it's not the same thing, but it's a similar thought process. Kind of like when women are in uh, unhealthy relationships, whether it's domestic abuse going on or cheating and all that kind of stuff. The same retribution can happen if you give a concrete answer. Your role as a friend is there to support and get that person, make sure that person is straight.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Those things are always tricky because you never, I mean, because relationships are really difficult to navigate, specifically if you're not in a relationship. So you don't you don't know, and you never get all the information. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the big things. I mean, you're only hearing one person's side of the story, right. so you don't know how much more is into it. You know, I have um, someone who talked to me about their relationship all the time, and all he ever did was talk bad on the girl and like... For me, I'm just like, why are you with her then, you know? But, like, what are the redeeming qualities that keep you in this relationship? Because there has to be something. I mean, like, you can't talk so bad about this girl without, one, you doing some dirt yourself that you know that you're culpable or her actually being a better person than you're making her out to be because you would have been left. You wouldn't need me to tell you to leave or anything like that, you know? And even for people in a relationship you have to realize what's worth fighting for and what's not, you know, because there are relationships that you get into that. Like I said, relationships are hard, man. I mean, like I said, this is the most rewarding relationship I've ever been in, but I've also put more work into this relationship than any relationship I've ever been in. You know, I mean, even before I got married and before I got engaged, because it was always worth it. Like even, even now, you know, there's, if there's conflict, um, in a, I'm in a position where I'm more invested in making sure that you know the conflict is resolved, even if it's not in that moment. But there, there are times where you know you may be in relationships where you have the same amount of conflict, but that shit will never leave. Like this is not a person you're supposed to be with. This is not this is not something you're supposed to fix. You're supposed yeah. to get the fuck out of there. Yep. you know, and it's it's really hard navigating that. Like you don't. It's hard navigating that, man. I I don't know, man. Make a pros and cons list. I don't know. (laughs)
1: Facts. Hey, you remember when that nigga... uh, Who was that? Jack who said it's a a girl with a ring is like a dog with a leash? Or was that Wax? That Wax said that. So maybe when you're trying to resolve conflict, I don't know how that uh, applies. I feel like that applies. What what was that in context to when he said a girl with a ring is like a dog with a leash? Well,
0: like one of the callers had called in, and um, on this episode like the the topic was being the side dude or whatever and this uh, and the dude called in was the side dude and he said yeah but she went back to her man and jack was like what do you mean she went back to her man she's married that was her man (laughs) he didn't go back that's where she you know (laughs) or whatever so then he's like yeah well you know i stopped messing with her anyway because she's married and jack is like why is that the you know why is that the line of you know demarcation or whatever why is it that is that will keep you from messing with a girl uh, opposed to you know someone who has a boyfriend or someone who's engaged or whatever and wax is like nah that's because you know uh, that wedding ring is like it's like a dog with a lease like i mean if you find a dog and you see the collar and you see you're going to call a number you're not going to take it home
1: you know you're going to give it back <laughs>
0: Yeah, but that's what that was in. Uh, that's what that was in relation to.
1: And that's that's why I love this fucking podcast, man. These callers just be coming with real stories. Like one joint that I was, this girl who was living in Atlanta, I think, and her dude was like going back and forth from New York, and you could tell the girl was from New York. She was Spanish from New York, and by the way, that is the best accent in the world. Like a Spanish girl from uh, like, and particularly like a Puerto Rican girl, Dominican girl with a fucking accent. That's a New York accent. Oh my God, man. I just knew she looked she was bad just from how she was just talking and shit. But anyway, so she was describing the situation where like she had a dude he was in a she was in a relationship with and he she was basically like getting this nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't she ain't mentioned, I don't think she I don't know what her feelings are. You know, those things can get complicated, especially when you uh put uh, feelings with dependence. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's like, do you really love this nigga or do you just love what he does? But this nigga was paying her rent and doing all this shit for, and but like he was back and forth all the time and she had this young dude who she was fucking. And uh, so she was on the second floor and I guess this old ass lady used to be like complaining because when her young dude would come over, she'd be making all the fucking noise. And like, I, I can't front. The way this girl was talking, telling this story in her voice, I just wanted to be that young dude so bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, cause I was like, yo, I can get, I could dig with this shit. But she was like, yeah, man, he got fuck for a long time. He's doing all this kind of stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And honestly, that's the, when it comes to women like that, I generally try to avoid them. Like the super materialistic, like, I want you to buy me bags and all that kind of stuff. But if you can be like the side nigga to that girl, that's the best shit ever because like those needs are t- getting taken care of and she just busting it open and giving, bringing all that freaky shit out. So anyway, I mean, I'm guessing you have a lot of experience being a side dude. I mean, I do. Yeah, you know I mean? I feel like I discussed that. Like, but, uh, and I don't really mind to me. I don't even see it as a side dude, main dude. I just don't give a fuck. So, like, I don't ask questions. You know what I'm saying? And I don't care. Because, like, if I'm not being in a relationship, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So, long story short, this girl was fucking the shit out of this young dude. They was doing whatever the fuck they was doing. Next day, her main dude is, is back in town. They cuddling, do whatever the fuck they doing. They're probably saying, I love you and all that. And um, the neighbor comes upstairs. And she was like, oh shit. She already knew what she was gonna talk about and complain about. And but her dude's there. So she walks out outside, closes the door, and the lady's like, if you keep on fucking like this, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? And she was so scared because obviously she said that, like, if if her dude heard that, like, it would have been like yesterday, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know. Those kind of stories are the like real life stories that make that show so fucking interesting man like it's it's damn near like uh watching like being like a pre-adolescent watching fucking sex on HBO them sex shows that be on HBO <laughs> you know what it be like real sex on HBO and they would oh, be doing all yeah. that it's kind of like that kind of vibe like that's the kind of excitement i get like just listening to the callers cuz they be involved in some real Life, fucking problems and shit, and then yeah,
0: man, man, they be calling like just, oh my god, they tell all the business and the hosts get it, get it out of them. Cause I remember one dude called and they're like, oh, that's boring, and then he was like, oh no, but this also happened, this also happened. They're like, yeah, but you know, you made it sound like it's gonna be this, but it's really not, and then you know they just keep going, and then all of a sudden this dude is like basically like dry snitching on himself about some like really ill shit that he did. And um, that he probably swore himself he's going to take to the grave. Like they really get it out of him. Yeah. But it's like because somehow the people who call in they have this um, this need to please, you know. Because I guess like Wax and L'Oreal they have like you know pretty wild stories. So whenever these guys call in. It's like they wanna they wanna match that intensity. Yeah. You know, they they feel like they need to keep going until, you know, the hosts are satisfied with, you know, the story that they're telling. Otherwise, you know, they, you know, they
1: kind of just get hung up on. And I feel like Wax and L'Oreal L'Oreal do have wild stories, but L'Oreal does a good job of like Getting wax. Kind of censoring
0: her stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And she's like protecting her honor, but talking about her friends and some of the shit that they've been in, talking about wax and all that shit, getting the salacious details, you know what I'm saying? And then like, she'll say some grimy shit she, she did, but like skim over it. She's like, oh, that's a long story, but I used to fuck with this dude. He used to be <laughs> my friend and all that kind of stuff. Like, it was just, it, that shit is just crazy, man.
0: Yeah. But actually, man, this is a good time to take a break, man. We'll see you on the other side. Yep. Yeah.
1: Their podcast is more like radio than any other podcast I've ever listened to. Like, this joint is really kind of like a Hood Howard Stern kind of feel to it. Like... Cause like that with the call-ins, and then you start getting used to people calling in. Like, you yeah, like one dude, he called in like three, three different times yeah, in like the, the six episodes the he to. And- Yeah, with the white, and
0: he ended up with the white chick. Like, I know everything about this dude's life because he yes, called in. Y'all. and They just had a conversation with him.
1: I haven't looked for his, his podcast. I think he said he was doing a podcast. The dude was sexually he, molested. He, he was. This nigga, this nigga, I, I fuck with that dude. Whoever his the call, I don't remember what his calling name was, but I fuck with that dude. Because like, you know how like somebody dropped you some shit, some shit on you, and it just like makes the shit super awkward and changes it. So he was telling this whole story about this white girl, like cause he was in love with this Haitian girl, like he admired her on what episode of next joint. But she she didn't give him enough time. And then he had a white you know. girl who was standing over, right? And then... And stayed with him in the hospital when his mom was
0: sick, yeah. even though she had oh, to no, go no, to no, work. No,
1: before that. Before that. Before that. The, 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 he was like, yeah, but I, I was with this white girl last night. You know what I'm saying? She's still over here now. And she's just <laughs> going good. And then there was... Then he was about to go... Then he was going about how he still really fussed with the Haitian girl though. And, and there was like going through all the jobs she had. And then he gets cut off. And then... <laughs> and then you forget about this nigga. So you like, you keep on listening and then like... Two episodes later, this dude he's comes comes, he's like, Yo, I got cut off the last time I was on. But, <laughs> but like, yo. yeah. and, and remember and,
0: and you guys said that you wanted to hear the third the third job that she had. Like, yo, yeah. so what's the third job? Yeah. They're like, Oh yeah, she she delivers Domino's pizzas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and low key, he had already said she delivered Domino's pizza. The third job was really something else that he left out. And I was like, that wasn't it, bro. No, I thought she worked at two different hospitals, and then the third job was the Domino's pizza okay, thing. That's probably what it was. But uh, and then by the next episode, but he, but but then he describes all that, and then he gives him like the third job, and he's like, "Yeah, I ain't fucking with her no more. This this white girl <laughs> is doing everything <laughs> for me." And like, said, "Yo, she stepped up, bro. <laughs> hey, yo." And the way this nigga was describing this white girl, like, I'm surprised they didn't say what I thought. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like, he's like, "Yo." like I was saying I'm doing a podcast, I'm doing all this and she like she bought me a
0: laptop.
1: Yeah, and my, mind you, this is in the court. This is in like the process like 2 weeks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is not like a whole thing. So she's doing all this. She's fucking him. She's eating his ass. Um his mom got sick. She fucking stayed in the fucking hospital. Like to me, all that shit is a motherfucking red flag. Like cuz I when I meet a chick like that, I know I am not that special. You know what I'm saying? Like, I <laughs> know I'm not like, that special. <laughs> whatever a woman shows you in like within like the first couple weeks of you pursuing her, even the first two months that you pursuing her, says more about her than it is you. You know what I'm saying? And that's where niggas get it fucked up because they they associate things with like this special connection with this girl and all this shit. Nah, nigga, that's just how she treats niggas. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I would be like, oh, this girl about to be clingy as hell, and she might be a psychopath. Cause there's no reason why you should be doing this shit for me, and I just don't trust your judgment if you're doing all this shit for me, and like, I don't know. And then in the midst of all that, they're having this whole conversation, and then he talks about getting his ass ate, and then then they was talking, about, then he, they was like, "Oh, you gonna get paid? He was like, "No, nah, like I I had a finger once, and I don't, I ain't like that shit." You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Yeah," because I've been molested, and then so like, then the shit fucking. Took a whole another turn, extra yeah. turn. But I fuck with him because like a lot of times somebody brings some shit up like that and like fucks up the mood. And he was like, he's like, oh, no, nah, I'm open as fuck, man. That's some shit that happened, man. It's fucked up. But hey, no, don't cry for me. I'm good. Like, you know, and then like they went back to joking again. And I just was like, oh, this shit feel like a real fucking family. Like I'm really listening. Yeah, to and, like, he, oh, and he was talking about he, he was talking about his podcast. How his brother was
0: on. He had a podcast with his brother, but this is the same brother who purposely left his wallet in the car, so he didn't have to pay for the meal. Yes. whenever they, yo, we know way too much about this dude. Yo, have for you him had, not to be a host. Do you? you know do,
1: do you have any friends who who are like that? Who have like purposely?
0: Nah. Uh, no, no, I would not. No, absolutely not. I mean you you know me well enough that like if someone did that to me I we wouldn't even be cool. The only time that's ever happened is whenever me and um he likes it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, whenever me and her went out, we went to go get uh milkshakes and she was actually going to pay but um they didn't take credit cards. Only they only took cash, and I had cash. So I ended up having to pay, but I, you know, I don't see that as the same thing as her, you know, forgetting the wallet because she went out. She actually went to pay, but she had been
1: there before, right? So I think she knew that they didn't take no damn oh, debit card. I guarantee you. I guarantee <laughs> she knew because I noticed. She, I was just on the phone with her like two days ago, and you know what she did <laughs> to me. She, okay, she still that? owe me money. She stole a hat from me. You know what I mean? I was telling these these make these side great again hats. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. Got, oh, I got one. Can I... So she got two somehow, but she didn't have the money on her then, and blah blah blah, and she never paid. And I and, and I just I be trying to just I will be trying. Bro, to you me. ain't
0: get you ain't get no collateral.
1: No, man, I tried to get some <laughs> pussy out of it. You know what I <laughs> mean? But I don't think it's gonna work.
0: <laughs> Not for no hats, bro. No, I mean
1: it's a fine hat,
0: bro. But I'm, I'm just saying, man. that would say more about her than it says about you.
1: Hey, you know, <laughs> w- whatever, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm willing to, uh, you know, what I mean, embrace that part of herself. But uh...
0: <laughs> no, nah, but no, nah, man. Like none of my homies have ever done that to me, man. I can't like, I can't think of a time where I've ever gone. Because first
1: of all, let me tell you my got- Real quick, at Mike and Lita's wedding, and we can say this because ain't got nothing to do with them. I met a young. <laughs> they got nothing to do with them. I met a met. I met a young lady there. Like we was kicking or whatever. Uh, I was like, I was about to. I think she was a teacher or something. So like, I was like, I was like, oh, like I called her after work. I was like, let's go to a fucking. Let's get some drinks, some food. So we go to Hooligans, and wherever that is, somewhere in Maryland. Hooligans and Hooligans maneuvering nothing. New to oh. me,
0: doggy. I'm from the land of grind. <laughs> mm, hammer time. Bro.
1: Not toes or MCs with that's say hammer time. Hey, shout <laughs> out to Killer one of the best ever to do this shit. Um, oh man, maybe not one of the best ever to do this shit, but he's great.
0: no nah, no, nah, definitely, <laughs> definitely not, bro.
1: <laughs> no, nah, but you were you were saying, uh, lands. So I was I was at Hula has with my gula gangs and so we over there drinking, having a good time. The vibe was cool. I I don't think. I had a chance on like selling a deal. I, um, but the bill comes and I did one of these moves. I'm, I'm, I'm patting on my chest. I'm patting on my wallet. Yo, I think I left my shit at the homies house. So she literally had to pay um, and I felt terrible. I, I, I felt so bad that I like sent her money extra money like more than the meal you know what i'm saying like the meal was maybe like 50 and i made like something like 75 bucks or some shit because i just felt like i was it felt like i was trying to get get one over on her. but um i looked for it you know that shit was in my car like I, i went back to my car to look for it but like it was like under somewhere i just couldn't see it but yeah that was it but
0: uh, man, you couldn't find it initially because you used Apple Maps instead of Google Maps. Did I was I don't talk about that. <laughs> that was some bullshit. Yeah. Okay. So you're the one who did that then. All right. But like I said, I've well, you know, there there are times where I'll pay for like my homies or whatever. But most cats know, man. I'm not really about that. Um, that you know, paying too much for anything. Life. So.
1: And the fact is, you know,
0: with cats, you, you be out there, you be, you be out there like washing dishes, bro. With cash app and shit though, like there's not a reason. Yeah. you
1: know what I mean. Oh no, not at all, man. There's no excuse for that now. Yeah, it's like nigga, you yeah, ain't can- got the money. You can't say you ain't got no. Oh, it's only cash. Like nigga, they hitting your bank account. You know what I mean? They got. You, they should have your yeah. credit card. Like there's, you know what I mean? There should be a way out. So you just could be super broke.
0: Yeah, if you know if that's if that's actually the case, but. Luckily, man, yeah, I don't I haven't had the haven't had to deal with that. I mean, you know, me and you we have this uh pretty um straightforward relationship about money. I don't think we've ever had the beef over that. No, because you just you cheap as fuck.
1: Hey man, as long as you know, at least you know never ask me for anything. Um, the other thing is I, I try to find this motherfucker's uh podcast, the, the callers, because yeah. because he said uh-huh. it was blunt talk. So I yeah. try to listen to some uh podcast Called Blunt. So I was like, "Yo, he's doing the joints it's like me. an Irish chick." So it's not him. It's not him. It was it, it was an interesting podcast about cannabis though. So we <laughs> might have to like revisit that joint. But yeah. yeah,
0: I wonder if his stu- I wonder if his, his stuff is on Instagram or Spotify or anything, because he may he never really mentioned, I don't think. I think he just mentioned the name of it and the people he did it with and how he was replacing the brothers, like the co-host.
1: Yeah. And what's McCall said? She was going to listen to it, man. She probably like searched two places like fuck this. I can't find this nigga shit. Exactly. Yeah. No call back, though. You know what
0: I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, man, if if the last six podcasts has told me anything is that this dude is gonna call back, bro.
1: How do you feel about the people who call into their show? Like, how do, how would you describe that group array of people?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know, man, because it's crazy. Because these these are these are like ne'er do
1: wells. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, that's the word. Oh, oh, that's the hold word i use, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I am unfamiliar with that word. You always be. You're fucking. Is your language more progressive than mine? Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like I may have had you at one point, man. I need to start reading the reading books instead of listening to books, man. Because like I feel like, <laughs> like listening to catch, books. I feel like you catching up on me, bro. Like I feel like you passed me up. Oh man, man. So, what?
0: A nerd? Well, you never heard that before, for real. Nah, I know what a nerd is. Nah, bro. That's not. That's not it at all, man. Uh a narrative well like uh <laughs> this is gonna sound messed up. It's it's like a good for nothing. You know, like it's wow. always somebody someone who's doing something that they're not supposed to do. And like whenever these cats are calling in, they're generally in the wrong. And sometimes you don't find out they're in the wrong until like the, the conversation progresses. Yeah and they're like they're like, Oh, that's why she's mad at you because you out here mess with all these other chicks. You know, so <laughs> so that like that's the best word. I can use to like explain them because initially you're like, man, you know it really sucks that this person is going through this stuff with their their significant other, and then you find out that they've been doing all this dirt over the course of the conversation. And you're like, hold up, man, you ain't you ain't shit.
1: Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, hey bro, I know this I know we had this outline differently, but I don't care about the outline no more, bro. There's no outline, man. We yeah. just going, no, we just talking, bro. Yo, question. Yeah. What was that joint with the herpes? Speaking of nerd dwells and people calling it like. Who first of all? Who would ever call into a national joint? I guess her. I guess so many people got herpes. I don't. I feel like they be lying when they when they say all the people got herpes because I feel like they be counting the kind of herpes that's not herpes. Like they they count like the non like a cold sore or something. Non genital herpes, just like her, herpes one and herpes two or some shit. I feel like when they be saying a third of people got herpes, I feel like they're throwing it Cause I, I, I don't I don't know I I've been fucking a long time and a few. And few people now. Nah, it could be that people just don't be disclosing, but I would think I would have fucked way more people with herpes. I don't think I fucked anybody with herpes to my knowledge. I'm sure there's been at least one. Who knows? But like, who <laughs> who right. the, who the hell called in with herpes? I don't. I don't remember how it came up. Like, what was that call about? I remember was See, the question I, that it posed, but it was like a whole yeah, story. I, and it was like we got. Oh, I remember now. All right. Well, I guess set up then. This. Dude was worried about his shit. Like, I guess he 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 was with this girl. I don't Wait, know. is this the dude who followed her, who's looking in the window? Yeah. You remember that? Okay. uh, uh Vaguely. I feel like we're going to have to help each other on the story. But, like, regardless, like, I guess him and this girl had a split at one point, and then they came back together. And like you know, he's been doing the good, the right things and shit. And for somehow, oh, she was an Instagram chick, and so and he was. It was funny because he was like, "Yo, you know, she be she calling herself networking with people and shit." But he he was like, "It's not gonna work out for her."
0: <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what? You know what the mess part is. Cause I think
0: I fast forwarded through the call. Cause you know all the phone calls that they take, the um the
1: quality sucks. Yes, I have that in my notes. Like seventy percent of these these uh the phone qualities is like really bad. And I was listening to that shit do like my Bluetooth speaker, and I was like, maybe I should be listening to 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 it through headphones. But I was like, maybe the headphones would probably be just even worse. Cause like I would just hear like maybe some of the distortion, um, even more. But yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, this story. So this motherfucker, he's like, yo, she's an Instagram model, like, or and she she herself network, but I don't think it's gonna work out for her. And so she's like, this dude be on her Instagram all the time, and I think he saw her his a a car this dude a a car parked out of a her uh, apartment or something. And then he was like creeping through the window or some shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the nigga said. I, saw. I don't, I don't remember all of it, man. Creeping through my window. Ah, nobody knows. Shout out to y'all if y'all know that reference. Shout out to uh, Goody Mob. But so anyway, the whole thing, he goes through this whole story. And it's like engaging on itself. And he was like, the question is, should I leave her? Cause we got herpes. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was, he was like, he was like, honestly, he was like, I think I'm gonna stick with her because I, I ain't trying to be telling these hoes that I got herpes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit was just crazy. <laughs> and you know what's oh, crazy? Man. I had one STD scare. Was I thought I was? I was like, oh man, I think I, I think I got, I think I got the hurt. And then I was going through like fucking conversations in my head. Like I was like, oh, how am I gonna have this conversation? <laughs> and then nah, I felt man. like that uh, nigga. Man, I was. I'm like, gonna... I might as well get married, nigga. Like I feel like, I feel like twenty percent. Uh, if 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 it is true that a third of people have herpes, I feel like 75% of those people get married early and 20% of the, of the people who got married in the world is married because they got herpes. If, if those things are true. Like, but yeah, that's just crazy. So that whole shit spawned a whole other question that they brought up. But yo, have you ever thought you was burning? Had you Have you ever had a burning scare? Uh, only once, man. That shit happened in like high school. I didn't think,
0: but that was only because the girl I was messing with at the time had said, uh, she was like, she's like, yeah, you know, there's a guy who I was sleeping with before me. You started talking. He said that he had some STD. So, um, you know, I'm going to go get checked. You should go get checked. And neither one of us had it. So Uh,
1: yeah, Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Yo, my nigga, one of my homies had one of the funniest stories with a herpes scared dog ever cuz oh yeah so this dude was fucking with a girl that his homie used to also fuck with right mm-hmm. and i don't know it's funny because nobody even cared about that well again niggas don't give a fuck about that shit but the crazy thing is i if i was him i wouldn't have that girl because the homie that that she was fucking be living the wild lifestyle you know what i'm saying like that nigga be doing drugs and all kind of shit and i'm not talking about weed like you know what i'm saying i do r.i.p now but like that dude used to be doing some hard, the harder <laughs> some harder drugs so anyway um great dude though like that dude was a phenomenal dude yo but regardless they was fucking with the same chick and uh so I think they was about to have sex. And I think, unlike most people, because I don't think I ever asked a question, really. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, this dude actually asked a question. He was like, yo. Like, I don't know how he asked it, but she was like, oh, I just got tested. And so they proceed to do whatever they do, right? So they, they they (laughs) they have sex and all that kind of stuff, right? And then... The homie, he's he's talking to his homie, right? And he and his homie's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what's Call got herpes. And he was like, What? No, she don't. She I just I asked her. She said she, she she said she didn't have it, whatever. So <laughs> this dude calls the girl, like, yo, what what the fuck? Like like call say you got herpes. Like you you just told me. You just told me you didn't. She's like, I didn't say I didn't. I just said I got tested. <laughs> <laughs> so so the more the story oh, is, yo, man. like if you if if somebody gives you that answer, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take the extra step. You gotta be like, yo. And the results were <laughs>
0: exactly. drum roll. Jeez, nah, that's nah, man. But yeah, they, they they had like a whole episode about that because initially the conversation went went from would you stay with someone who gave you an in, incurable disease, to would you rather have herpes or a small penis?
1: Yes, you know, and I that was crazy. And I think I think, and then they was talking about like herpes and shit, like the particular herpes and and outbreaks and shit like that. And uh, I feel like every real nigga knows the answer to that question, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? like Oh, definitely. definitely. I feel like... 100%. I feel like 0% of dudes would choose to have a small penis. Exactly. I mean... Because like, it, 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 was, it wasn't even like a real question. I don't
0: think anyone who called in had even... Even th- thought about that, I think one dude who called in and probably even said that he had like a small penis. Man, he was like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's like, he's like, yo, I traded this small dick for some herpes any day, man. <laughs> and it wasn't just if you had herpes; it was like if you had herpes and a big dick. So, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: but nah, man, that 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 was funny, man. It's it's crazy because actually. I was telling Amanda what like about the podcast and I was working on the outline and the rundown for this and uh, I was going through all my notes and I had said that part and she looked at me and she was like she's like oh man that's that's a that's that's difficult and I'm like it's really not yeah <laughs> it's really the not. difference
1: between herpes and a small penis like if you have a small penis your penis is small all the time. Like, there's, there's yeah. not like, an out- can't outbreak. Work around like that, yo, right? i have an outbreak of small penis. Just bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you know what is funny, man? Because they actually
0: talked about that. L'Oreal, she went on this tangent about, like, how she found out, like, dudes have small penises because, like, they wouldn't want to have sex with her immediately. Like, they were just, like, the nicest guys. They would wine and down her. They wouldn't want to, like, sleep with her on the first night yeah. or they'll, like, cuddle or and things like that. So, these are the sort of topics that get covered on that but podcast, you know, so going into this podcast, this is what you're, this is what you you're know into. what I
1: really think that is I, f- I feel like that has less to do with your penis size and more in the confidence that you the confidence that you have in your dick game. You know what i'm saying no but but she specifically said that
0: on the occasions that she ran into dudes who had small penises yeah. it,
1: that's how they act. Acted. Well she said there was yeah. only one occasion. But she had just assumed that that's what was going on for everybody else, <laughs> like, and that make that doesn't make sense. I don't know. I I don't understand like why these people be beating around the bush. So that do make sense because like, even maybe that's maybe that's what dating websites are for. Because like them dudes yeah. just be like the people who get catfished and shit. Maybe those are yeah. people with small penises. Yeah, I they I just want to go back and <laughs> forth with you it, and and give you like soliloquies and, and and write you fucking poetry and shit. Have you ever watched that movie Catfish? I mean, the show Catfished.
0: Yeah, I told you on like a previous episode. Like Amanda loves that show. She's seen every single episode that's ever come out. Ever, I
1: never watched that joint, but I'm pretty sure I know a couple of people who got Catfish before. But like, uh, like. That, that shit came up on my Snapchat and I was like, oh, they was like giving like the craziest catfish joints. And it was like a lot of fucked up friends who were doing it to their friends. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit, man.
0: Or like people who were being bullied doing it to their bully. Like that, that was all, like, there's a lot of, I don't know, man, people go to like really ridiculous lengths to like catfish people because there were people who were friends who were attracted to their friends except they were the same sex and you know so but they I don't know that's what I saw I saw that I
1: saw like the uh, excerpt of that joint and in my mind and this fucked up mind of mine right people who are likely to be catfished are also likely to have terrible sex who are also (laughs) the same I feel like the same kind of mindset that allows you to be catfished is the same kind of mindset that allows you to want to wait to have sex till marriage i feel like explain i feel like all these people who are in these fucking waiting games and, and like fucking unnecessarily waiting to fucking have sex are just people who either don't like sex like one of my homies, Q, like he does not like sex. You know I mean? <laughs> we call him Hank. Or the one, my homie Hank. Well, you remember the one goat? There was actually one dude who called in and said he
0: was 21 years old and he hadn't had sex yet. He's like, so, you know, I feel like I can go another 21 years, you know? So should I just become a priest or something? And then Wax was like, yo, he doesn't like sex. <laughs> yeah. He likes something with a longer nose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. Nah. Real shit. And that's the kind of shit that your uncle would say. That's what I'm saying. These are like Wax. And L'Oreal are fucked up aunts and uncles. You know what I'm saying? And that's just basically they give you the worst the worst advice. And and people who wait to have sex before marriage are probably gonna have the worst sex ever, and they probably have a a very low libido, and they're fucking or they're just like just burdened with the shame given given by the church. But I'd be like, yeah, that shit just make no sense to me because I'm like, you don't wait to fucking lie. Like it's every there's all these fucking sins out here, and, and you choose this motherfucking one sin to fucking hold on to. Like, come on, dog.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if you're religious, I guess it doesn't specifically say don't lie until marriage. I mean, it just probably says don't lie with someone <laughs> and, else. And motherfucking until
1: lies all the time. Everybody says "lol," and none of them niggas be really laughing out loud. You know what I'm saying? That's a fucking lie.
0: Word. But uh, that actually brings up a, another conversation that they had because they're talking about having, you know, sex before you get married. And I'm guessing it's really to avoid, you know, ending up with like really whack-ass sex. Um, and like it's weird that that was even a question. I understand why it is. But they're like, the, but they were questioning like, hey, would you have sex before getting into a serious commitment or whatever or getting into a serious relationship? And for me, they, I'm just They were like, saying, they weren't I, saying, I
1: would you have sex? They were saying, would you not have sex? Would you abstain from having sex? Right. Before getting the, everybody knows they would have sex. I think they were wondering if you would no, because no, no, they're
0: talking no, because they're talking about women who weren't who would who wouldn't have sex until like the dude made a commitment to him or whatever. Oh, uh. yeah, and then but yeah, that I don't know that that whole thing is just kind of I don't know. I, I, and like, women really, and women speak?
1: ask why the fuck we, niggas be lying to them and shit. <laughs> you, it, if you require reward. that fucking commitment, <laughs> we are gonna give you oh. that fucking commitment. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. It's crazy because I like honestly, I don't think I've ever gotten into a like serious relationship. Well, first of all, I haven't been in a ton of serious relationships, and whatever serious relationship I had been in, I don't believe I've ever waited until I was in that relationship to have sex. Like, man, could you imagine like waiting and then like realizing the sex was whack and then like breaking up with the person immediately afterwards? Yo,
1: that's like a fear. That's like a low key fear. It's like, yo. You don't want to fall in love with somebody and then realize the sex is whack. And I feel like women should have the same fear. I think a lot of them do. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 why yeah. I'll never go back and forth. When I was on them dating sites, I would never going back uh-huh. and forth because I'm not trying to build all that fucking rapport. And I don't even know if there's a spark here. You know what and I'm the saying? Sex is like, oh, you're just fucking funny. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, uh, yeah,
0: but. Uh, I don't know. And I guess there's like different degrees to the way that they were, that they were saying it. Because, I mean, I compl- like I said, I completely understand. Like, I, I would never agree to like marry someone without, you know, having sex with them first. Like, I mean, granted, I'm married. So, I mean, I guess you kind of know how that went. But, um, like, I can't imagine the psychology of someone who wasn't. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess Hold like up. Question if for you're a virgin quick. and the other person. You have
1: a daughter. Uh, I do. When she's going to... Going to Sunday school, you know, when she's with her I grandparents, mean, church, so when mean, she's with her grandparents, you know what I'm saying? Who don't live down here, So I mean, you know, there, so she'll end up there. in Sunday school. If she goes to Sunday school or you do live in the South. So like school is a Sunday, like Sunday school anyway. But when she comes home, that's not school, true either, but okay. Huh? I said that's not true either, but okay. I mean, it's the Bible. The Bible is a little bit more integ- integrated within the school system than other places i feel like in the bible belt i hmm. think you would be incorrect
0: i live in the city bro i don't live in like the boonies bro i don't live in, don't like, live, I live in north city. carolina
1: you live in the suburb <laughs> bro
0: i live in this like i live in the city but this is like this is city. like the lord la- the the larger you know what i'm saying metropolis metropolitan area of charlotte right, monroeville. You know I'm saying?
1: monroeville kyle i got you bro i'm just saying bro so regardless when you're when your daughter like let's say she's like 12 13 and she asks did you and mommy have sex before you got married? What are you gonna tell her? Like talk to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a nigga answer. I respect it though. I'm if it, if
0: it was my son, then I would then we had that conversation. But I mean, you know, but who who wants to think about their parents having sex anyway? So I mean, I feel like the likelihood of that conversation happening, well, I mean, it'd probably be significantly earlier. You would imagine. Because whenever you get to the stage of puberty, last thing you want to think about is your parents having sex. I would imagine. Uh, I, don't, I mean, it depends. That's never
1: crossed my mind to ask my parents, like ever, huh? Question to y'all: Do you know if your have you ever asked your parents if they had sex before they got married, <laughs> or did it cross your mind mind to ask that question? Call call into the hotline. I don't know what the number to our hotline is, but we're gonna we're gonna plug in it at the end of the end of the episode. a right. hotline, all right, bro. They also had another. They would, I guess, like the way that
0: they viewed marriage is obviously different than the way you view marriage. Where first of all, hold know, up, let me say,
1: it, I would ask my parents that. I mean, I'm sure that you question would, would come, my my, mind. because mind, they'd be like, especially when your parents tell you that shit. My parents told me that shit. At least my dad did. So. I mean, he was just flexing. That's all. And I did. actually, I knew he did. I I knew. I knew. Now I didn't know about my parents, but I knew with his first wife, he ain't white. I remember. I remember uh, it, something about a code being mentioned, but I, don't, I didn't find yeah. that important. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was just going to ask if you had ever given anyone a code through your phone. No, but I didn't. You know, when I had my last serious relationship, I didn't have a code on my phone. Oh yeah. And then when I did put a code on my phone, this chick was like fucking like a ninja with that shit. Photographic memory or some shit, man. She got that <laughs> shit. I had that fucking code. I had like two, code. I had one with a simple ass code. And then I had another one and like she got that shit within like a week or two. And you know what? <laughs> I, I never had a code on her damn phone. Yeah. And guess who cheated? I should have known right. better. See that's the thing, but but I mean
0: it was different for for you. I mean you shouldn't be upset that she cheated because she cheated with a girl. No, that's that's bullshit. But no, bro, there's a
1: difference. I heard, I heard Wax say that <laughs> shit. That's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, whenever whenever Wax said that, I was like, yo, I'm gonna ask Golden this shit. <laughs> well, first of all, it's all once you fall in love. That's when the shit matters. If 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 you're not in love, it's just some chick you fucking. I can see that. You know what I'm saying, for sure. Like you're not gonna take it personally, but after you got after the four letter word gets involved, it don't matter if you lose your fucking chick to a giraffe. You are gonna be fucking hurt. You like fuck? What's that giraffe doing? I'm not doing. You know what I'm saying? You Got a longer dick and no herpes, bro. Like, I, I, <laughs> and they don't even get that fucking reference because we chopped it out. <laughs> nah, it makes, makes me seem like I. Come on, man.
0: Yeah, that's so bad, man. This, yo, that, we, we literally had like 20 minutes of like the most ridiculous conversation and, and like you guys will never hear it now.
1: Now I'm getting no context. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have enough giraffes. No. I don't know. I hear shit about penises, never giraffe penises. Only a giraffe neck or a giraffe's pussy. I hear shit about giraffe's pussy. You never you never heard like I'm hired a giraffe pussy right now? Nah. Oh, that's like,
0: yeah. That's yeah, only because yeah. they have long legs. Not
1: not exactly the quality of the vagina, not that any human should know no, that I'm not saying about quality. I was talking about just size and shit. Cause like you hear a horse hung like a horse. Yeah. Or elephant, you never hear a giraffe. I
0: guess I guess you would just assume just because they're so like tall and they have long appendages. That, I'm, I'm, Bro, this is not like you know him saying. Where are we going with this? I'm stopping this right now. Immediately. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not doing this.
1: <laughs> you ain't trying to delve into the bestiality world?
0: <laughs> nah, man. Miss me with that, bro.
1: I bet you there's a bestiality podcast. You want to review that joint? Oh, hell to the nizzle. Oh, <laughs> man. But yeah, like after you're in love with a chick, dog, it don't matter who the fuck she's with, you're going to be salty. But Essentially, if you're still, you know, using women for ego boost and all that, you know, I can see how losing her to another man, uh, versus a giraffe or a woman, you know, <laughs> could be <laughs> more painful. You know what I'm saying? We do know giraffes do have long tongues though. That much I I do know that. See? Yeah. Hot pussies long tongues. I will say losing my losing my girl to a girl. Probably did increase my uh, cuddling skills. Like I feel like I probably eat the best pussy ever because I was trying to compete with a chick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I mean, did, I, was did, like, I mean, the only thing she could possibly
0: do better than me. <laughs> so I mean, but you knew you knew from the jump that she that she was messing around
1: with uh, another woman though. Like you never thought it was a dude, right? Oh yeah, no, I never did. Yeah, but there's one thing that sticks with me though. There was one time we was out at a restaurant and it was, I was in the studio one day, right? And then I met her at the, at a party. So I went to this, like, it was like a game night or some shit. You know at what I'm a, saying? It, it, where does the restaurant come in? Hold on. It comes in later. So I meet her at the motherfucking party. I think this dude's there, blah, 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 blah. I met him. Then we out at, like, uh, this this restaurant up the street from here. And this dude comes up behind her, puts both hands over her eyes, like, "cause, cause who it is is me." And I'm just like, "What the fuck are you that Fucking that's some weirdo shit, right?" Yeah, and then you you offer the valet his car because you are a bitch. And th- come on, shut the fuck up. <laughs> where the fuck does that even come from? You, I, you, Hey, uh you lucky I can't reach you from here. I'll definitely punch you in the chest right <laughs> oh, now. You wouldn't do shit, nigga. Like You been uh, saying
0: that uh, same whatever. shit for like 20 years, man. Nigga, no uh, nigga, you, man. act like I never
1: punched you in the chest before. I bet you, you in not
0: the- Bruh, yeah, if man. you did, I didn't even feel it. So that says even uh, more about it. You know uh, uh, whatever. Bro. Like, you must be thinking that you're throwing footballs at people's face. That was not ah, me, sir. Shut up to Hank. <laughs> that, was, that was not me, sir. <laughs>
1: hey, bro, I don't know why we didn't use Hank the last time. We was trying to... Come up with a, a code name for his name? <laughs> yeah, I know,
0: right? I mean, but now all of a sudden, everyone knows because I'm probably not cutting this shit out. We um, <laughs> yeah, say his name. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. Either way, <laughs> I don't but know. Regardless, man. I this dude, the, the fact that he felt comfortable enough to do that, that that that, that left some question marks in my head. But yeah, yeah but yeah, I, but yeah, the the one that was confirmed. Yeah, I definitely uh, no, it was knew it was a chick from the get go. Yeah. And I mean like like you said, it didn't feel any different as far as like,
0: you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, cheating nah. is cheating at that point. Pain is pain. Yeah. But yeah, and that pain brought you all the way down to Charlotte and us and in strip into a strip club with me and my wife standing right next to me. You know what Don't saying? forget my sister. And your sister. but you know what, man, your sister is a G though. Like that there's there's a big difference. All right. So my man Golden, him and his him and his girl of Couple years? Yeah. Couple years. Many break up and this dude's heartbroken. He comes down and you know he's he's trying to get his mind off of things, all right? So it's his birthday or the weekend of his birthday. Him and my man Q, they both come down, the birthdays are within the day of each other. So we're trying to find some stuff to do. We hit the one club, it's kinda dead, but there's a girl there, Golden Stock to with this girl, and the girl's like, Yo, you should go to Cameo strip club. Again, oh. I don't think I don't think we knew it was a strip club at the time. I just know like I think at
1: I don't think you knew it was a strip club. You remember you stick- that white girl that I was on at that one club? I don't. Oh, I was on this white girl. I have you. I don't know where y'all went. But, uh, yeah, man. OK, so just to kind of give you
0: uh, an overview of the evening, like it was me, Amanda, Golden Q and Golden Sister who had come up from Atlanta. So we <laughs> we go out to the club and it's cool. A lot of like weird things happen over the course of the night. Least at the club from my perspective. I don't know where Golden was or what he was doing, but it's always it's different to go out with your significant other than it is to go out with just your boys. You know, because whenever you're going out with just your boys, if they get into some like tussle or something, you know, you know, maybe if it's if it's a fair one, you know, they'll handle that, and you just handle anyone else who jumps in. But whenever it's you, you're out with your significant other, if they start some shit. You're you're in it like that, there's, and if you're not, yo, you're getting divorced. So it it you know yes. it's, a, it's a wrap. So we leave that we leave this club on. You uh, might die. Exactly, like you 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 don't have to die to defend you know something that didn't even need to happen. Like okay, because women's gonna... assessment of
1: danger like is
0: not always the same as Bruh. niggas. Like was, exactly. Okay, so I mean you know I'll, I'll let you tell the story. So we're we're in this club on the south end, and um, me and Amanda are we're we're dancing, and there's this. Big ass white dude who's drunk as hell, look like Gronk from the Patriots, man. And he's not paying any attention to anyone, but it's crowded as hell. There's only elbow room. People are dancing. And she and he bumps into her. Like his back, he's not he doesn't even realize that anyone is behind him. But he just has it, he's he has his hands up and he's dancing like white dudes do. And he has beer in his, his beer in his hand. And they accidentally bump backs in some of the beer a little bit of the beer spilled on the Amanda. And she oh, gets
1: Hold up, you let this nigga bump your girl's back? <laughs> so, and a little bit of a little bit of beer, beer spilled
0: on amanda or whatever so amanda is like has this really super aggressive like mentality so she starts and she's like oh my god she's like she like did he just did he just spill beer on me i'm like you know i'm like Yo, it was an accident or whatever so she gets even more aggressive and starts bumping him back you know what i'm saying um, like, <laughs> and like i said this dude is enormous he's with like his other like enormous white friends too and i'm like man I'm gonna have to take this out. You know what I'm saying? But luckily for me, he was so drunk he wasn't paying any attention to like all that was going on. But I mean, that that could have went off the rails like in in the absolute worst way. Kind right? like
1: when Biff almost lost his life. Bro,
0: twice. come on, man! Like, yeah, we got a homie named Biff. Man, he's a big white dude as well, and we almost got we almost got into three different fights.
1: Like we're, li- we're like we're- <laughs> there was one there was one coming on the way up. Coming up the stairs. There's a, on the one on the way down, where the dude
0: where where Q said that the dude had a knife. I thought that was on the way up. That was on the way down because you jumped on Biff's uh. back or whatever. And then we're walking back to the car, and I turn around and Biff is about to get into a fight with some dude in the middle of the intersection. No, Your piece fucking business.
1: <laughs> Biff, was, <laughs> Biff was just crossing the street like a regular nigga would. <laughs> this like, the fuck out the street, you cracker ass nigga! I bust your head up, and you could tell this nigga was a wild one. You could tell this dude was in the street streets, yeah, and he had something was, to prove. That it, was, was it, was was, it was, it was, man, man. that, that, no, whole, that whole, man. whole thing. I'm man. a think river said anything. <laughs> like,
0: well, he he did say something. I can't remember because he he told me after the fact, like well after the fact, that you know he he did play some part in it, but uh, um. But yeah, I don't. Um, I can't. Oh, remember he called him a No, nah, <laughs> I, I think I will remember that. So, like, but again, I don't remember what it was. But he had he 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 he, he called him a thug. He he allowed he'd allowed it to uh, continue. You know, he could have just he or he may have given him the finger for all I know. But, oh um, yeah, that I mean, I think he gave him the finger. Yeah, yeah, but probably, like that that th- that thing escalated. Beyond the point of it where it needed to, but either way, so back to this night. So we get out the we get out the club where you know no one ends up getting beat up and no one has to fight for you know their woman's honor because the woman's upset that someone accidentally spilled, spilled beer
1: on them, or whatever you know, whatever. So
0: by the way, like
1: it. I don't see why we should have to fight for a woman's honor. That's your honor, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you own that, that shit
0: <laughs> but either way so after this Golden's like yeah man we should go check out Cameo that's what the girl at the other club told me so we get the Cameo right, really. and I'm and I'm aware that this place is a strip club and I'm just like yo I'm I'm doing everything in my power not to, not to go you know, I'm like, yo, bro, I'll drop you off, man. I'll go to Waffle House. You can call me when you done. You know what I'm saying? And the man is like, that's your best friend. And he just broke up with his girlfriend. It was serious. He's heartbroken. You need to See? go to this strip. You need to go to this strip club with him. And I'm like, a I'm great a wife. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, work. I need to go to the strip club with him. That's what I need to do. She's like, she's like, yeah, he came all the way down here to hang out with you, you know, and all this other stuff, like playing the sympathy card. I'm just like, fuck. So when we get out of the car. And there's a cover, and Golden has has offhandedly mentioned this a number of times already. All right, that I don't pay covers to go places, like I don't. You know what I'm saying? And it was like a twenty dollar cover, and I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, wait, I got to pay forty bucks because it's not twenty dollars for me. I got to pay for a man too who's forcing me to go to this stuff. <laughs> hey, I appreciate.
1: It. I know that hurts. <laughs> That shit probably, like, you probably had, like, a a little, in your mouth a little bit when, you, when Bro, they was man. taking that money. Man, I had a mental breakdown
0: yeah. for after that. I'm like, oh, my God. I spent, like, almost half a hundred bucks getting into a club I can't enjoy.
1: You know? <laughs> With Whoopi Goldberg and shit and uh, Patrick Swayze. Ghost? is it, Yeah. Yeah. Patrick, Patrick Swayze is telling her that, like, you got to give this money to the nuns. It's like a hundred thousand dollars and she's like no no that's how you were when you giving that 40 Uh, bucks to the
0: dude yeah like he he was taking out my hand i was just holding on to it like no i can't (laughs) i I just couldn't let it go but that but you know those those dudes are are like armed and they're like enormous so i wouldn't get my ass beat over 40 bucks either so but yeah so we get into the strip club and i don't think a dude a straight dude anyway has ever had less fun at a strip club than i had that night because like I knew I because I, I know Amanda well enough that I'm not looking at anything. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look at anything, man. I was just like, you know what? Let's get these wings and I'ma just chill. So I'm cause all Amanda wanted to do was just criticize the strippers on how lazy they were, how little they were doing. Look at her, she just she only got a nice body. Oh she look at her, she's just bent over, she's just not even doing anything. I'm like, no, I'm not looking at shit, man. And like my phone was about to die, so I was running out of options to look at on my phone. I mean, it was it was just oh my god, man. Was,
1: well. <laughs> man, and we didn't even go to breakfast after that. I remember I feel like I, I got money, ordered money to throw. And I yeah. feel like as soon as I got the money to throw, the lights came on. And I just was <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> hey man, at least the stripper
0: didn't steal the money out of your hand
1: like they did the queue. <laughs> oh shit. That's a go get a stripper right there. You know what I mean? She probably yeah. grabbed it with her ass cheeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but uh I don't even know why I was why I was telling that story, man. I have no idea where I was going with that because I know we it, it came off the hills of us talking about uh, homegirl
1: cheating or whatever. But um, I don't know. So it was like sisters in strip clubs, and then it was just I don't know. It just went to a whole other yeah. I don't area. know, man. That,
0: that whole thing because that, that whole experience was just really ridiculous. I was just like, you know what, man? This strip club life might not be for me, man. The specific and because actually we went then we go back to strip club the following year. Yeah. Was, yeah, we went back to yeah, went to a strip club for only now year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I didn't even um yeah, I didn't enjoy that either, to be honest. Well, actually I did, man. I I had a lot more food. Yo. <laughs> that strip club
1: experience. That almost I So, <clears> my <throat> name is Golden and I don't like I don't really like strip clubs. But I'll go for special occasions, you know what I'm saying? And the reason why I don't like strip clubs is like, I don't really like strippers. Cause I'm like, you're doing the job. I'm young. My dick works. You know, I prefer not to pay to have sex. So to me, in my mind, strip clubs are for married men because those are the only dudes who would want to touch and not, I mean, who want to see and not touch and, and want to be, be titillated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see why, you know, you could be married and want to go there. But like as a dude who's out here who has options out here and my shit works, that's not kinda like my my thing. Yeah. However, you know, I went to college in Atlanta where the strip club culture is a little different and and the strippers a lot more talented. But like in Atlanta, <laughs> it's like it's like going to the club. You know what I'm saying? It's just like regular girls there. All that kind of stuff. So it's just like a regular outing. So this particular trip in Charlotte when we went to Club Onyx, everything was working. Every so everything was working how I like it to work. Uh so I was in there, it was a good amount of chicks in there. So for me, I was like, yo, I got this money, but I'm not gonna throw the money. I'm gonna find this cute group of regular girls and I'm gonna give them my money to throw. So, I give them the money. They throwing it, they are having fun, blah, blah, blah. And this particular, uh, you know, birthday weekend, I had what I call the party pack. We don't need to go in details, but let's just say I had some alcohol, some marijuana, some things over at the hotel. So, like, when before before the lights came on, I'm telling you, I'm like, yo, what y'all doing after this? Y'all should, y'all should come back to the hotel. And she's like, she's like, what y'all got at the hotel? I was like, yo, I got tequila, got blah, blah, blah. Oh, you said you got patrol? Say no more. And so when she when she said she was coming back, they was done to come back. I wanted I wanted in mode. I, I had to get the I had to round all the troops. And this was a lot more people this time. This is like six of us or something. I'm like, yo. So Q, cow, hurry up, we gotta go. They, let's go right now, right now, because I know chicks be changing their mind. And we almost pulled it off, but there was it's always one too many friends, and, and that one friend was just like uh, something. I gotta take my friend home or blah, blah, blah. And it was a dude like, too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I feel like it was a gay dude. I mean, I don't know why I think it was a gay dude. Maybe I, I'm just being pejorative, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like I, I feel like like yeah, everything was like when I'm like, oh, I gotta take my bestie home, and i was just like, man, this nigga's a grown ass man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. It was, uh, yeah, it was. I was like, why are you rushing right now? You're like, bro, bro, it's about to go down. It's about to go down. And I'm just like, dog, what are you talking about? I'm like, yo, I got all these chicken fingers and mozzarella sticks left. And you want me to like leave them on the
1: table or something? Because I know, I know how it is, man. As a master seducer, I know you got to move on the dot. You know what I'm saying? And it's gone. So that was almost a classic story of, the ideal situation how I was supposed to work in strip clubs, man. Yeah, but
0: instead, man, I just like I, I basically lost my entire platter. You know, everything I didn't finish, and then I end up standing up, and then Q ended up getting robbed by a stripper. And I mean, it was just a weird, it was a weird series of events from that point. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to strippers, man. Shout, yeah, shout out to strippers, man. That's a good way to wrap this up, man. Um, we're, we're gonna come back with our overall review. All right, so we're back from the break, my man Golden.
1: What are your overall thoughts? My overall thoughts, man. I really enjoy this podcast. This is something that's definitely going, um, kind of be like. I'm I'm not. I wouldn't call it a guilty pleasure, but one of the one of those things that like I'm gonna listen to when I I just want laughs. I don't. I'm not looking for a whole bunch of depth here, like. I just literally want to be, like, entertained. I actually wouldn't even mind, like, I, I'm, I've am i been made a specific choice not to be as active on social media. But if I was, like, to call in on this motherfucker, man, because I just feel like I'm, I'm starting to become a part of the family <laughs> by listening to this shit, man. Call in, though. Yeah, and, like, honestly, like, we were talking offline, like, there's a lot of parts of this podcast that... um I could see us incorporating at some point. It kind of gave my mind, it kind of got my mind rolling in terms of things you can do to increase engagement. Um, So I feel like in this segment, which is like, I would call it like the hood comedy segment. I feel like they execute very, very well. And like, sometimes you there's certain podcasts you're like i wish this would happen i wish that happened i really don't have any too too many suggestions for them because like their chemistry is undeniable it's strong like i wouldn't want them to, to get deeper uh I, I i like how the majority of of these episodes only one of the episodes we listened to had like a Extra co hosts. I don't want them doing interviews with motherfuckers and asking people to tell their story or nothing. Like, I feel like they have the listeners for that. Like, I feel like they're doing a great job. The only thing that um, they can improve and imp- improve dramatically is their produ- production quality. Like, the call ins that they take, like, the sound quality is trash. Sometimes, even, uh, their quality suffers when they're just talking to each other. Um, I feel like it's probably going to even go worse. Cause when the last episode I can tell they weren't in the same place. And I feel like it doesn't even sound as good as we sound. And I, you know, I'm assuming they got a lot more money to invest in, in their shit just because of who they're connected to than we do. But like, so I feel like that is a major area where they can improve. Um So, within the confines of the kind of podcast they do, uh, I'm going to give them an 8, bro. Ah, oh, man, that's high, man. That's probably the highest one you've given so far. Maybe. I don't think so. I, I feel like I gave uh, another 8. I- I- there are some other ones I like. Yeah? But this, I think this, just just because I'm, like, righteous and ratchet, I got, I got a lot of, like, you know what I mean? It kind of reminds me of when you drink and, like, you're chilling on your own time and you like, yo, we about to hit this house party. And it's like everybody's drinking and they just start fucking telling stories and it, you know, it goes wow. Like, this is what that is. You know what I'm saying? So this is a way to for me to experience that vibe without while still being disciplined and sober. You know what I'm saying? I could just kind of like experience it. So yeah, I definitely give it a strong eight. How about you? Kind of like what what are your what are your thoughts? And 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 uh, you know, you can follow that up with a rating. Um,
0: I don't know, man. I'm, I'm probably going the opposite direction. Like on the scale of one to ten, it's probably closer to like a four for me, right?
1: God because damn.
0: I, I I don't enjoy listening to it. Like I really don't. Um, specifically the way that we listen to it probably made it worse because since like the the topics that they that they the topics that they cover are so similar or deal with the same thing. Listening to the episodes back to back to back to back to back. Exhaust. It's like you, you might as well just listen to the same. You can literally, it's like listening to a six-hour episode, more or less. I can hear it. You know, because it doesn't, it doesn't vary from, you know, episode to episode. Like, I definitely enjoy the call-ins uh, sometimes, um, whenever you can understand them. A lot of times, I'll listen to podcasts on, on like, one one and a half times speed or whatever. Yep. And usually if the podcast is pretty well produced, you can, you can hear everything perfectly. But on their podcast, if they get like a really shitty call in or something, you can't understand anything that they're saying. More to the point, the thing that really drives me crazy about this, it's like someone's trying to figure out like the name of a movie and they keep saying everything around the movie and you know the name of the movie and you're like (laughs) screaming the name of the movie out, but they keep on trying to like, no, no, this person's in it. No, no, no. And like, you're trying to get in, but no one's like listening to what you're saying that shit drives me crazy like that shit kills me and I that's song what the like podcast that. is.
1: i was in a studio and i was trying to think of the name of a movie <laughs> in the studio and i literally said it on the track and i feel like every every time i sent somebody that song they just texted me the name of what, what i was fucking thinking so i know exactly how that fucking shit yeah uh, so
0: but like that that drives me crazy and i feel like that every single episode multiple times an episode where they're talking about something and they and they just can't get the right answer and i know the right answer and i can't say anything i just gotta sit there and listen and it's like it's like fucking torture to me and so for that purpose I, I just don't like it and you know like i said like l'oreal's voice gets annoying sometimes um it's, she, weirdly she's actually more tolerable to listen to on one one and a half times speed than she is on regular speed. Cause on regular speed, she sounds drunk to me a lot. And she just kind of sounds like that drunk homegirl. I don't mind her voice. Like, Nigga, I don't care. Ah. You should have said that in your section. Jack Fuller. Jack Fuller likes
1: her voice. <laughs> yeah, and he
0: also wants to be pegged by her. So I mean, I don't I don't I don't really, you know what I'm saying, take that dude's, you know, comments with any any grain of salt. You know what I'm saying so. I mean, uh, are you are you peg
1: shaming? Yes, yes, I am.
0: <laughs> I mean, whatever. I'm no. I'm speaking to the lack of credibility that this guy has
1: on the topic. So, if, if she pegs him, does that make her pagan? <laughs> That wasn't So, funny, like I
0: said, on a scale of uh,
1: one, <laughs> was funny, to funny, Ten, like I
0: said, man, I'm I'm closer to a four. I mean, this is probably n- not a podcast I'll ever listen to again. Like I said, there were parts of it that I enjoyed. Some of the stories that the that the uh, that the people were calling with, with I mean, some of them were like really interesting. But overall, can I live without that? hundred uh, percent, yes.
1: For people who listen to the Brilliant Idiots podcast, this podcast could also be called idiots. <laughs> it's all idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 very little brilliant. There's not like a lot of brilliance yeah. in these motherfucking joints. But on certain days you uh, fucking appreciate the uh what's the the, the levity. idioms the, oh yeah <laughs> the levity or what's the what's how did, what's the plural for idiot like the the idiot idioticness that you you I don't know if idiocy is a word, um, but sometimes you just want and strive to hear like the idiotic shit. You know what I'm saying? And so I do Yeah, idiocy is definitely a word. Oh. Uh, so sometimes you need to, so this could be called the idiocy. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know, especially if I'm listening to shit like Hidden Brain and fuck, I I, I listen to, to fucking deep ass books through Audible and all that if i want to just like take some time to escape that i can see me listening to this uh you know on a on a somewhat regular basis no i do feel that you know and this is the biggest discrepancy in rating we've we've actually ever had um but i do feel like a lot of that has to do with the way you listen to it for sure because even for me i was like ah i i i need to break this shit up i can't listen to this so yeah. much, all the shallow I, ass I, shit. I, And
0: honestly, you, you're probably, you're definitely right about that. Cause like I said, I listened to like six episodes straight, you know, no chaser. And that has a lot to do with it. Cause I think whenever, like, uh, after we lost the last episode, and I was like, all right, well, you know, we're going to listen to the most recent episode to just kind of stay fresh with it. It it was it was a lot more tolerable, but like it was still like an hour and forty five minutes, and like halfway through, they I was I was in the room again, like did, like what the hell are you talking about? Why are you saying this? You know, and I was just like, man, I really want to turn this off and listen to something I rather listen to. I'm also
1: more prone to subject myself to a lot of ignorant shit than you are, like just generally. Well,
0: yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, I know that for a fact. I mean, because you know, even. Like, you mentioned before, like, oh, you don't listen to modern music. You're you're right. I mean, mainly because I, I listen to podcasts. Not <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing. I don't have... I never take time to listen to music. And if I do, I listen to what I already know is good. Or if someone, like, absolutely vouches for something, I'll listen to it. Bruh, I mean, you are talking about trappers in the last episode, <laughs> you know. That... I mean, that part got cut out. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, that, that, that speaks to it. I mean, there's a lot more... That you're that you're willing to put up with than I am, and I mean again, I mean that's just that's just how I am, man. I, it's a ju- I don't know, but nah, man. A lot of it just has to do with the fact that like I don't like pretending not to know shit. Yeah, you know, I, and I, I so it. I don't so I don't like being around people who like intent who don't know shit,
1: but they don't want to know shit. Yeah, if I, that makes any that sense. that makes sense. See, like I go, I've gone down wormholes, and you know that speaks to my ADHD, but. I've gone down wormholes on YouTube of niggas in prison gangs arguing about how many niggas they stabbed. And just like, I'm talking about two hours here, two hours there. Like, oh, nigga, (laughs) like I I was in Rikers Island. I ate everything moving. Everybody was food. Like, it's just like a whole level of ignorance that I can appreciate. And I I don't know why I find the value, but I just I found value in like sincerity and just empathizing with people in different walks of life. Um, you know what, man?
0: And th- that's one thing that I'll say about this podcast specifically. Wax is sincerity is not the word I'm looking for, but just like honest. Yeah. You know, because I mean, this if you if you want honest communication. Or honest conversations, this is a hundred percent the podcast you want to listen to because they're really straightforward about who they are and what they do. They don't really sugarcoat um a lot of like, you know, the the ridiculousness. So I mean I definitely appreciate like whenever, you know, he go whenever like Wax gets into his stuff and like he's talking about his feelings on anything, even if it doesn't make sense, you know, you know he's being genuine. So I mean that that part I, I appreciate.
1: And then every now and then you get some shit that actually are fairly common, not uh, experiences that people deal with, and you're like, oh shit, this is something that actually could happen one one day. Cause I remember there was one time where like their uh, their, yeah. their fucking videographer yeah. and like his ex girlfriend was going through rehab and shit, and and like wanted to. Uh, Meet with him and his girlfriend to make amends. Yeah, him and his current girlfriend to make amends, and that's some weird shit. And it sounds wild, but that's some shit that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like especially yeah. that happens when people go to rehab, and it also happens when people like see their therapist. All of a sudden, they want to have like closure and forgive all these motherfuckers and all this yeah. kind of shit. So that was interesting. Every now and then, you might get like interesting nugget. Like it, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is some shit that actually happened." In that
0: vein, how useful is it to you? So. Uh-oh. From an eight-inch floppy disc to cloud storage, how useful is it for
1: you? Oh shit, nigga. <laughs> this is pretty good, man. It's a pretty that's a pretty good one. And you know what I mean? That's that's also like the same as like uh what a cassette tape to to uh, uh fucking I don't know iTunes playlist or some shit.
0: <laughs> nah, man, it got to it be even. It'd be like an eight track.
1: Yeah, to,
0: uh, <laughs> to iTunes, man, because the eight track you can't find anything. Listen to that. At least a cassette player. Yeah, that's- some car still got that.
1: I'm trying to fix. I'm trying to like the fact that I gave this to a, a eight. You would think that it would yeah. be real useful to me, but to be honest. This shit is a motherfucking floppy dish, like a motherfucker. <laughs> I have no use for this motherfucking podcast. It's not gonna help me in any part of my life at all. It's not gonna help me with my music. It's not gonna help me relate to certain amount of people in real life. It's not gonna help me in anything. So it is literally like fucking sugar. This this is, <laughs> this sugar. is sugar. Like this is like a this podcast is. A Kool-Aid mixed with sugar, like on, on that in the morning, like you know what I'm saying? When motherfuckers be eating that shit, completely unhealthy, zero nutritional value. There's no reason for it. It's a fucking yeah. sugar-filled floppy dish, nigga. That's what the fuck this shit is, bro.
0: Yeah, man. I, and I, I, I have love to, it. I second that, man. Nah, this is a, this is a, definitely an eight-inch floppy for me, man. I have no use
1: for it. Um, outside of, you know... Were floppy disks ever eight inches, bro? Because when you said eight yeah, inch, that, that kind of threw me off. I was like, what the fuck is this nigga about to go?
0: Nah, man. You just didn't have computers early enough to know that, bro. Like, nah, man. Those, those floppy disks used to be like the size of your face, man. Oh, shit. That's crazy. But yeah, so what do you guys think? I mean, is it a floppy disk for you or is it more cloud storage? Is it something that you need? Is it something that you need to listen to? Do you enjoy the host? Do you enjoy the banter? You just let us know. Also,
1: if you are one of the people who have ever called on to this podcast, let us know. Add us. We'll figure out a way to like get you on our podcast. Cause I want to talk to you motherfuckers too. Cause I love the <laughs> ignorance, man. Like, if you know anybody who's ever called in, like, tag us. If you if you start listening to this, I want, I want y'all, I want to know what your feedback is. Like, Do you appreciate fucking high fructose syrup like I do uh, occasionally or not? Like, this is trash, but trash can be beautiful, man. Y'all follow up with us. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, at About Podcast. This is FRH Golden. K Blaze. And we out. Love. No power in my phone. I got that hookah blown smoke. I just went vibing all alone. Give me some time to climb my dome. In the silence, just how I like it. In the silence.